Hello out there. Welcome to the Rate Infinity Show podcast, everyone. This is episode number 92. And I'm joined here by my good friend, Osiris. And this is a little birthday stream that I'm going to be having. Because, um, I mean, if you're watching this today, like watching this li- the video, you're, um, today's not my birthday. It's tomorrow. But if you're watching the audio, um, the podcast version, um, you'll be watching it the day of my birthday. So just to let you guys know. All right. So, but to, but to, um, so today we're going to be celebrating today, at least in the stream right here. Reason is because Osiris he has some things going on tomorrow, so we had to schedule it for today so I could get him on right here. Thanks for coming on, brother. Yes, let's go. Let's get it. Happy birthday, bro! <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. I mean, it means a lot. Uh, I, f- I sure as hell feel a lot older. <laughs> You're a young man. Don't no. Don't even say that. You're a very young man. So. <laughs> I'm 21, so yeah. Yeah, <laughs> very, very young man. Yeah, so. I'm 45. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna be going to the I'm gonna be going to the bar, and um, I'm actually tomorrow, and that's gonna be a pretty fun thing to do. Yeah, really fun. Yep, that's what you should do, man. Live your life, be safe. Live your life, though, man. Oh yeah, I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to do that. Yeah. How, how did you celebrate your 21st birthday, if you remember? I believe it might have been the one I went to the, I think that might have been the first time I went to a strip club was when I was 21 to be on. It was in Ypsilanti, Michigan. I believe it's been so long. I don't even remember. I think that's what it was. And I'm not even, I'm not really a big fan of the strip club. I was very disappointed. We kind of hyped it up like it was going to be great. And uh, it wasn't a good strip club. This is a small city in Michigan. That's not, you know, it's not a, anything extravagant, but I, you know, I, I never forget that me and the boys, just a couple dudes, we went to the strip club, and I was like, I wasn't really impressed. Yeah. Well, tomorrow I'm actually gonna. Well, I'm actually gonna go to the store and buy a bottle of Crown Royal. So yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. We used to mess with man back in the day. I don't drink that much anymore, but um, we used to mess with. Uh, there was a Bacardi one, well, one fifty one rum. It almost tastes like rubbing alcohol. It would get you just. It would burn going down, and it would just get you <laughs> real quickly just plastered. Yeah, yeah, but probably at the when I go to the bar, I'm probably gonna have a shot of Jack Daniels. Probably, probably that, like the original. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. Live it up. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, something I did want to talk to you about. Um, I told you about it yesterday when we when um, we were texting. Something mm-hmm. I think it's pretty obvious with the hat I'm wearing. What I wanted to talk about right there. So yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, what I, happened with the Cowboys, I, man? What happened with every with that? If you guys that are watching or listening, I'm wearing a Dallas Cowboy hat. So yeah, you can clearly tell where this is going right here. That game against the 49ers, man. That game. I was at I was at a I was at Buffalo Wild Wings when I was watching it. Um, I was having a fun time with with Cowboys fans there. I was wa- just watching it, and. You wouldn't after the game. You, oh my God, you have no idea, no idea what that was like. Like, I wasn't frustrated that they lost because, as a Cowboy fan, I'm used to that. I've seen them lose plenty and plenty of times, but it, I was frustrated with how they lost. Like, if they had just lost, like it was a great game, like a high-scoring game, like I'm a shootout, no problem. I would actually wouldn't have had too much of a problem. But the fact that I'm it, it, that um the da- the Dak was awful in the game, and plus with that last play, uh, oh my god! Like I didn't think they could top last year with in terms of embarrassing of how you to end the season, but they did. And 
I was shocked with how bad that was right there. Like, mm. it, did you see the play, Osiris? No, I, I, I saw headlines, but I did not see one second of the game or even yeah. um, like highlights. I'm gonna pull the I'm gonna pull that um pull that up, but we can't play the audio. But but as long as we're like I'm pl not playing the audio and we're talking over it, I think mm -hmm. we're allowed to do that. So yeah, mm -hmm. let me bring that up because as you know, last year when you saw how embarrassing it was when they just ran the ball when they should have just done the hail mary, like yeah, and like they yeah. ran out of time. Something similar happened. Like they shouldn't have even had this gotten to this opportunity, and just. Like they were the re the reason this was so embarrassing. They weren't even in hail mary range, and the type of play they were trying to run was oh my god! Like let me pull this. I'm pulling it up. Uh... Yeah, I have not. You know what? It reminds me. While you're pulling that up, it reminds me of the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> There's always a loss that's like, how did you lose like that? Yeah, like I I still haven't figured it out. Like. Uh, all right. All right. I got it right here. Let me pull it. Like, at least with the Browns, at least you can deal with that. But the Cowboys, like, it, you have no idea how what the Cowboys mean, not to just the NFL, but to the entire country. They are America's team. And the fact that it ended like this, yeah, okay, I got it pulled up right here. Like, mm -hmm. as long, like I said, as long as I don't play the audio and we're talking over it, we're allowed to, I believe. So, yeah. Right here. Yeah. It, if this was any other team, I would actually have laughed. But the fact that it's the Cowboys, just right. Watch this. You see this right here. They don't even have their linemen up on up on the line. If you see who's spiking the ball, that's Zeke right there. And right here, they have all their linemen down here as receivers and up here as receivers. And they have their the receivers right here. Obviously, what is this. That? Dak, and that's um the person they put in as running back, and like, I I don't even know if this is a legal formation right yeah. here. I don't. What is that? And the reason you don't see that many 49ers right here is because like they're all down by the end zone. Because like I said, they weren't even in. Like I said, they're not even in hail mary range. So this was just a last second desperate play with six seconds left, and it's third and ten. So just watch this right here. Just watch it. And try not to laugh when I say when I say that. Like, I'm not not, not talking because I'm a cowboy fan, but literally just try to watch them without not laughing at all. This is weird. Okay. Look, see. <laughs> what is that? Look, see, look what happens to Zeke. Literally gets blown by. And look, just throws it to him. So. I don't get it. I truly don't get it. Like, wh what were they trying to do right there? That was weird. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. What do you think they were trying to what do? Did they, so I, I don't get it. Were they trying to do a ladder play? They were trying uh, to do like, hey, you pass can, it to him and he let. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Like, like you. I didn't think they could top in terms of embarrassment. It might be lagging. That's what it looks like because why? Because they have their. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. I think yeah. it's lagging. Oh, you can't hear me. Okay. One second. I can hear you. I, I think can it's hear delayed. You. Fine. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Give me one second.
I don't know if it's on my end or not. Okay. Can you hear me? Yep, I got you. I I hear the echo. Hmm. Okay. I can hear you now. Okay. So yeah. But 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 yeah, that was just embarrassing, man. Embarrassing. So hmm. yeah. What a way to go out. So. Uh, hmm. That's weird. Okay, yeah. Delayed? Okay. Yeah, sorry about that. Like um like I said, the audio is not that my Wi Fi is not doing that well. Shoot. Okay. But yeah. It's any problem just done like wave or something to get my attention so I can fix it. Yeah. Yeah. You hear me? All right. So I think Ray's gonna try to reset. I had problems with my Wi Fi. Luckily I think my Wi Fi is solid now. But sometimes when you're at the end of the football game, you got the Hail Mary, you try to do too much. I don't know what that formation was, but you just run down. It's not complicated. You got your you line up normal and you run down there, go run down, and I'm throwing it up. There's no there's nothing else to do. If you're gonna do a lateral play, you gotta do a quick, a quick, very certain catch where nobody's around you. You can't throw the ball into defenders and then try to do a, a lateral play. That's not going to work. I think I can present now. Wow. I can. Let me look at the, since we're talking about the Cowboys here, and I think Ray's going to jump right back in. Uh, this is off topic, but this is the article. Actually, this is the only article I read about the thing. I don't know why it is. Uh, unfortunately... It's very bad after the uh, Can you hear me? game. Yep, you back? Yeah, sorry about that. Like I said, oh, no. something's wrong with my Wi-Fi. Yeah, I had the same. I had issues too. Mine's, I think, pretty solid now. But let's yeah. see if it works out. Like, like again, like I said, I'm sorry about that. Like, that's oh, right. I, I need to try to get a new company for Wi-Fi because, like, because I originally I thought it was just my laptop or my phone, but apparently, when I have my dad on, it's working fine with my phone. So, has to be something wrong with my my Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's working well now. Yeah, okay. So, but yeah, but yeah, we saw that last play already. Oh, second. Okay. Uh, can you hear me? Yep, you got me? Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, did, did you turn your audio off or something? Oh, I uh, did mute. Okay, yeah. Just. I didn't sure. want my chewing on the mic, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> I was... that, that's actually funny, though. So, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, like um, you saw that last play from, and like what you were saying was where they were trying to do like a lateral. From all I can f try to figure out, maybe that's what they were because you had all their linemen on the side because maybe what they're trying to do, they were trying to get the ball to a receiver and then have like one of the linemen just block going forward while they yep. lateral it. That's mm -hmm. all I can figure out. I don't know if that's true or not, but. Well, that's the only thing they could have been doing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you, you got to do a pass where the guy is in the open. You can't pass it to where there's a crowd of people. That doesn't make any sense. And why do you have Zeke being on, on the line? Like, you knew he was going to get blown up right there. Yeah, why was he on the line? I don't know. You need him running. You need yeah. him catching a lateral. Yeah, because, like, and here's the thing, though. They should not have even gotten that last chance right there. They should not have. Because you want to know why? Because, like, um, like, um, the 49ers in their, their last drive before that got mm -hmm. a first down. But here's the thing, though. The running back went out of bounds 
Like, and his teammates were yelling at him, don't go out of bounds, just slide down. They shouldn't have mm-hmm. even gotten that opportunity. Like, so it was literally just like last year, the same thing, except it was more embarrassing. Wow. Like, eh. So what's, and, the, what's the fallout from this? Is uh, McCarthy in danger? What's going on? Jerry Jones says that he wants McCarthy to coach as long as Tom Landry did in wow. Dallas, which okay. that is, oh, my God. Tom Landry coached 29 years for the Cowboys. So, (laughs) (laughs) like, after the game, Jerry Jones actually, and I'm not joking, he actually apologized to Cowboys fans over this. Mm. Dak was so bad in this game. Like, he got outplayed by a third-string rookie quarterback who was the last pick in the draft and had the nickname Mr. Irrelevant. Wow. That yeah. 49ers quarterback's good then, huh? Or yeah. is he not? He he outplayed Dak. He outplayed him. Like Dak threw and like Dak threw two interceptions. And guess what? Those two interceptions, like the first one, he clearly was well delayed. Like there's no reason he should have th- even thrown that first one. And then mm-hmm. the second one, he threw it to CD, but he was in double coverage, which there was no reason for that. Oh, I see. Dak Dak made improvements though this year, didn't he? Overall. Yeah. Uh, uh Oh, one second. G- GB's in the Rumble chat. Um, you said technically my birthday is actually tomorrow, man, so we share the same birthday. We're just doing oh, really? the same today. So, yeah. B- GB, is your birthday tomorrow? Yeah. yeah it's oh, in happy the birthday, chat. bro. Yeah. Happy oh, birthday, I, I believe you, GB's man. Yeah. Happy birthday, yeah. GB. Yeah. yeah. I never yeah. knew that. Isn't that kind of cool? You guys share the same birthday. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, like I was, like I was saying, though, they should not – that Dak was so awful. And, like, you saw, like – you remember I texted you after the game that yeah. um, the Cowboys' Twitter account actually th- blamed Dak and criticized him? Yeah. I, 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 I tagged you crazy. on Twitter. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll bring it up again cause to, just to show everyone, just to, sh- to show it. Like That's pretty hardcore. Right That's pretty hardcore, right? I mean, well, he deserved – he deserved it because he was the sole reason they lost. Like – Wow. Everyone else in that game did their job. Like the defense did their job. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, even Micah Parsons blamed Dak after the game. He didn't say him by name, but he clearly said it. Was trying to say him. Wow. It's like um, what he was saying was like, we the defense did our job. We held them to one touchdown, but the offense just turned it over. And who do you think turned the ball? Was the one on the offense that turned the ball over? It was Dak. Did Dak turn it over? Oh, oh yeah. Twice, ah, uh, let me try to find. And the forty nine ers scored on all, and they scored on all of those. Wow, yeah, I'm like I told you, I'm done with Dak. I'm done with him because he was so bad. So how do you transition from? Didn't they just pay him money? Yeah, let me try to find this right here. Where is? Yeah, he's under contract for two more years, forty million, and what he got to show for it. Two playoff wins in your entire t- tenure at with the Cowboys. Wow. Two. Just two. Wow. If they can cut bait with them, then yeah. But you would have to go to a young QB probably, or who would you get? I mean, that's a lot of stuff. Well, the Packers don't want anything to do with Aaron Rodgers. I would trade Dak Prescott and two first-round picks for Aaron Rodgers. That's how far I would go. Wow. I, I got I got it up right here. Like I got the article, the the tweet right here. Let me pull it up. 
Can you see it? Right yep. there. This is from the actual, actual Dallas Cowboys official Twitter account. And it wow. says this. Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't, again, generate self-inflicted wounds. And they show a picture wow. of Dak right here. Wow. So, uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I can't believe like, they did that. Do you think that. this tweet actually went up without Jerry Jones's approval? Like, yeah, I don't think – yeah, I don't think Jerry approved and Jerry it. Jerry Jones, but... after the game, said he was sick. Mm. Man. Yeah. Like, um, he was so, and like, he wasn't angry after the game. He looked depressed. He, he didn't look angry. He looked depressed. Wow. So, yeah. So, and plus, um, one of the funniest replies to this tweet was down here. Like, someone posted a video of Stephen A. Smith. I'm rep- See replying to this this one right here. Like this this is hilarious right here. Like and to some degree it kind of fits with this, but <laughs> just play it right here because it's so hilarious. Uh I Still okay. There? Can you hear me? Yep, I got you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I think it's oh. when you're sharing it's getting delayed. Let's Can see. You hear me, Does man? it work? Yep. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I'm I'm still hear me. Yep. Okay. I can hear you. I'm hearing you full clear, man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you can hear me though, right? Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, I think we're delayed okay, though. Okay, just being sure. Sorry about that. Like mm-hmm. All right, let me try that one more time. Let me try it one more time. Oh, I think I think Ray dropped. I think the internet's getting worse when we try to share it there. But Stephen A. Smith is hilarious. Ray's coming back. All right, can you hear him? All right, so we we'll probably can't really share anymore. So yeah, so to prevent that, but but basically the basic gist of that of that video was like, um, uh, well, we don't need to go there. But I mean, you're not wrong, but you don't need to say it. Like that's what the, the, he said in that video right there. So yeah, you don't need to throw your QB under the bus. I don't. That's not a good, not from the know. Cowboys. Like I mean, if you're a journalist, yeah, but not from the direct Cowboys site. That's not a good. Because when the, when the QB plays well and other people play poorly, you don't want the QB throwing anybody under the under the bus. I don't like that. I don't want to throw Dak under the bus, at least like publicly like that. I would have. I would have done the wow. exact same thing. That's how bad he played. Like you said, mm. you didn't watch the game. If you just no, watch that no. game, if you watch the game, wow, and see how bad he played. Like they gave him a QBR of fifty two, which a QBR of fifty two, which. Whoever gave that um on, on gave him that um score um had to have been high and whatever they were on I want some actually like <laughs> for real like they they were that bad he was that bad in that game and it was embarrassing man I I just want to I just hope and then you saw he broke up with his girlfriend too afterwards I wasn't aware of that part I believe yeah I saw an article yeah uh, too bad yeah yeah well, uh, basically, his entire team threw him under the bus, and I don't blame him. Wow. When you're the sole reason the team loses, they have full right to do that. Yeah, I mean, but things get ugly, though, so now where, where do you go from here? Like, how do you put it back together? I don't know. Like, um, like mm. 
a lot of the things that went down once Tony Pollard went down in the game. Like, oh. he broke his ankle. Oh. Like, you can, you can actually see it on where, where it breaks. Like oh, sh- that's ooh. Like, and he's a free agent this this off season, so it might have to just. I don't know if it's worth them bringing him back because, like, you don't know what he's going to be like on that ankle. Yeah, and do they bring back uh, Dak? Um, not Dak, but um, Zeke. I I think he's done. Like he said, he would be willing to take a pay cut, but no, he's done. I, I I'm convinced of that. There's there's I don't think he could. There's anything else he can do to like um because like he's not the same player he used to be anymore. Not even close. Yeah. yeah, you get beat up running play after play after play, man. You get beat up. You don't your lifespan, your career is short. I mean, you're not gonna last long. How many years has Dak um Zeke been in the league? Dak Dak and Zeke have been in the league seven years. Wow, it's been seven years already. Wow. And only two playoff wins. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, like but yeah, like um, but one of the good things is they br- they uh, they somehow brought Dan Quinn back as the defensive coordinator. I have no idea how they pulled that off because like, because la- like he was the running up for like a head coaching job last year, and then they mm-hmm. brought him back, and then the same thing was happening this year. Then somehow they brought him back again. Like, I think Jerry's paying him like a head coach. That's what I think he's doing. Probably, yeah, because they don't they don't make those salaries public. Oh, I don't think. No, like um, and there's no salary cap for coaching for mm-hmm. coaches. All. Because it, it's literally just the owner's money. So, yep. But yeah, like in hindsight, I I don't know where the Cowboys go forward right here. Because like um, now we're going on twenty eight years of not even getting to an NFC Championship game. Twenty eight years. Has it been twenty eight years? Wow. Meanwhile, teams like the Jets or the Jaguars have gotten to, to gotten to title games. So, Oof. and the Bears too. I forgot to add them in. So. Yeah, it's just embarrassing, man. It's embarrassing. It, it's Cleveland Browns type. I mean, you've got the history of winning, but outside of that, the last thirty years are very Cleveland Brownish, Brownish. Yeah, like it's still the curse of Jimmy Johnson, and that's just what it is. I believe still, <laughs> Jim, like Jerry fired Jimmy after yeah. they he, after he won back to back Super Bowls, Stupid. and the reason and the reason he fired him was because Jimmy got all the credit. Yep. I remember and, that. Yep. And guess what? It was credit Jimmy rightfully deserved. I agree. Yeah. 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 And he did win another Super Bowl, and the and the Cowboys did win another Super Bowl afterwards. But it was it was with Jimmy's team. Like, like any almost anyone could have done that with the amount of talent they had right there. Like, that was one of the greatest dynasties of all time. That Am- just, mm-hmm. amazing yeah. teams. Yeah. Charles Haley was there. Dion was there, of course. Um, Ed Tutal, Harris, and Michael just, Irvin, Michael Evan Smith. Yep. Mm. Like Darren Woodson, like literally, like, and it was just embarrassing. It's just, it just been a, a bit embarrassing. Like, yeah. Like every year I, after almost every time I have to see Stephen A. Smith wear that damn cowboy hat on first take all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. Like this year, I I told you I didn't drink the Kool Aid. I wasn't saying, "Oh, they're going to the Super Bowl." I didn't say that because I wasn't drinking the Kool Aid. I would just just because I didn't want to be disappointed again. I just thought they would get the NFC title game, and I thought and I thought that's what it was looking like until and they should have been in there. They literally should have because the only reason they weren't is because of Dak. Like <laughs> everyone else did their job in that game except Dak. Dak. So, so that's yeah, it's going to be a tough one for Dak to recover from. 
uh, he's going to have to, I don't know what he's going to be able to do. He won't be able to recover unless he's in the playoffs again and wins. That's the yeah. only way he can recover. Even if he has a great regular season next year, if he loses in the playoffs first round, or you know, even if it's the second round or whatever, that's still going to be hard. If he, if, if, if he plays poorly in the playoffs, so it's a tough spot for him to be in. Tell you the truth, I'm I almost wish they lost them to the Bucks instead because at least it was to Tom. At least it's Tom Brady. At least you could you could have an excuse. Yep, yep, yeah. I agree. Yeah, and my God, like, it, oh my! And Dak led the league in interceptions this year, and he missed five games. If you didn't know that, oh, Dak led the league in inter- well, how many touchdowns though? We have to look at that too. But I believe he led he the had- league in interceptions. Wow. Fifteen interceptions. Well, you, you you would need at least thirty touchdowns, right, for that to be? No, he had like twenty something touchdowns. Oh, he didn't have a great regular season then. No, he did not. Yeah. He did not. It. Where this is, where do you see this going for the next for the next few seasons with the Cowboys? I'm curious. I I don't think this is based on everything I'm hearing now, I don't think you can recover it. He's going to have to go to a different team. I don't know. I haven't followed the sports closely enough to know how that works. Um, NFL is a lot different than, like, you don't see trades that often of, like, big names like this. But he's not going to be able to stay with the Cowboys under this atmosphere. The official Cowboys site tweeting against him. You sound like people like yourself. You're openly against him. It it never works. I've never seen a, a quarterback stay in a situation you know, very long where everybody's against them. So he's going to be out. Yeah, and he's he's still under contract for two years. Like, who else is going to take that? Who who's going to take that that salary? Like, I don't know. Can they buy him out? I don't know because his dead cap is eighty nine million. Yep. So, but here's the thing: I would take Lamar over over Dak because, like, oh, of I'm, course, I'm still yeah. not sure Lamar is going to be with the Ravens next season. I'm not sure. Like, because oh. because. If you realize all the stuff that's been going on between Lamar and the Ravens, like, yeah, yeah. like because, because they were angry at Lamar for sitting out in the playoff game. But here's the thing. He had like a grade three. Um, um, was it a PCL sprain, which is just well, just a, b- before a grade three, which is just mm-hmm. a, which is an actual full tear of your PCL. Mm-hmm. And they were angry about him for doing that. And plus, they didn't give him the contract that he wanted. So, yeah. Yep. So I heard he took some pot shots. Where's the relationship right now with uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens? It's not. From what I've seen, it's not really that good. Mm. From what I, because like um, I think one of the main reasons he wants that is because like the Browns did it with Deshaun Watson. Um, the Broncos did it with um with Russell Wilson. The Cardinals did it with Kyler Murray. And you see how embarrassing those three moves have been. So yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. So. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't think any quarterback should be paid like over two hundred million dollars. I. I don't think so because like it's. Just, it's not worth it. It's you're gutting the entire team over that. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it's not worth it at all. You don't have any help. I don't like that strategy. Uh, you can't do that. It's not going to be winning. Yeah, yeah. And GB says in the live in the chat says the '90s was the best decade. Best music, best football teams, best basketball teams. I, I agree. I, I have to agree with them because you had you had um you had the Bulls obviously um mm-hmm. you had the end of the Showtime Lakers even though they were older but you still had the end of still them still had them yep. yep the bad boy Pistons oh yeah uh, 
uh, you had Shaq and, and Penny Hardaway with Magic. That was fun, man. They were uh, fun. Yeah, and you also had um, Gary Payton and Sean Kemp with the Supersonics. One of my favorite teams. Yep. Yeah, and 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 eventually you did. We did get Kobe and Shaq's Lakers, but that wasn't towards the end of it, but of the '90s. But still, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They had some epic battles with Portland, and um, that might have been after the '90s. I forget, but yeah. yeah. Hakeem Olajuwon in the in the Houston the Rockets. Yeah. The Dream <laughs> Shake. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm still disappointed we never got a, a, a Jordan versus Hakeem finals. Like, I'm still disappointed with that. If Jordan hadn't yeah. retired for those two years, I think we probably would have gotten it. Yeah, yep. Yeah, we should have, we would have gotten that for sure. I remember, wasn't it uh, Hakeem that destroyed Shaq in the playoffs? He destroyed Shaq and um, David Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Man, Hakeem the Dream, man. If you if you didn't watch Hakeem the Dream, go go watch some um, old highlights. Yeah. unbelievable footwork yeah. yeah and speaking in like with like um a leftist ideology like speaking with that today he was um he was a guard in a center's body yes yep. <laughs> that's why he had those moves he could even dribble a little bit he didn't do it that much back then but he had a good good range on his jumper wasn't a three-point shooter like they do now but he had good range footwork was out of this world and his defense was good too yeah like Probably the, his best performance. Well, the best thing he's ever done was when he when he destroyed David Robinson in the playoffs and David Robinson's MVP season. So yeah, that was that was something, man. Like obviously, I wasn't born then. Um, I but I've seen all the highlights from it. Yeah, I think that's the year. Was that the year David Robinson scored like seventy something points to win the scoring title or something like that? I think that was the year. In the on the last game of the season. He needed a lot to win the scoring title, and he scored like seventy something points. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's it's. I believe so that what it, that's what it was. I believe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like now since we're on the topic of basketball, I w- I've been wanting to ask you this: mm-hmm. Why do you think LeBron's better than Jordan? Um, I would say LeBron had to. LeBron never had his whole career really until Anthony Davis. He never really had a sidekick, did he? Kyrie. Or in Miami. Yeah, he had Kyrie. Um, so he won it there. But he, So he had Kyrie, then he won one with Kyrie. And then he won – did he win one with Miami? Or is two. it two? Two back-to-back. Okay. Back. Two back-to-back because he had the sidekicks. Um, so I think Jordan just got in – Jordan got the best situation. He got Pippen, who to me is an underrated player – he had his sidekick with him the whole time. LeBron, for until he had Kyrie, had nobody. Then he got Kyrie, and then was it the first year he got? No, it was probably the second year he got Kyrie. I forget the exactly when, but yeah, second year. Yeah, and then so the when he went to the playoffs um, before that, you could you could criticize him when he was with Miami. They lost to Dallas, right? <laughs> that was probably the biggest meltdown of any superstar I've ever seen. Yeah, that was a bad one. But Dallas—I mean, that was Dirk. Dallas was good. I mean, um, th- um, the wait, the, wait, was it? No, LeBron wasn't on that team. Yeah, that was, um, he um, was on, he was on the Heat. Yeah, he was. Oh, he was on the Heat when they he, lost to Dallas. I forget. Yeah, he like he choked away four consecutive four quarters against them, and I believe in two or three t- of the games he scored in total in total eight points. 
Wow. Yeah, I remember Dwayne Wade going to the free throw line a lot. Am I, am I thinking the wrong one? I got to look that up. Sorry. It's all a blur. It's been a long yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. The first title they won with the, the Heat won with LeBron was um, against the – no, that was against the Thunder. The second one they won was against the Spurs, which Ray Allen made probably the greatest clutch shot in the history of sports. The tippy-toe in the corner – classic yeah i i still have no idea how he pulled that off that was no unbelievable idea. if you don't know he ray allen was in, in the corner about to go out of bounds but he was on his tippy toes because he knew he didn't look down i don't think he just knew he was close to the the marker and ran over to the corner stayed on his tippy toes to stay in bounds and bam hit the baseline three yeah and if you didn't know tim duncan wasn't even on the on the court in that play he that was, was on stupid the- well, yeah. from from what I can from what I can tell, um, Greg Popovich pulled him because he wanted to surround the perimeter with more perimeter mm-hmm. defenders because because no. the the Heat needed to make a three. They needed to. That was and, a bad decision. Yeah. You you want to have Tim like basically the center, and then have your four perimeters yeah. out yeah. there. You don't need four perimeter guys. That yeah. was a mistake. Yeah, because what happened was LeBron missed the three, and then Chris Bosh got got the rebound and and hit it into Ray Allen. Yeah, it t- into Ray Allen. yeah, that makes no sense. Tim Duncan can guard Chris Bosch anywhere. He can go th- out to the three-point line and yeah. I think that was Tim a mistake. D- I think Tim Duncan could have could have possibly wrestled that rebound away from oh, Chris Bosch. Oh, it would it would have been much difficult, much more difficult. So it's everybody makes mistakes. I'm not dis I'm Pop is obviously a living legend coach, but it was a mistake. There's no question. Yeah. Yeah, but but still in like um what I have to give him I give I do give LeBron credit though. Like um he he was great in overtime in that in that game, and then oh, he yeah. was great in Game Seven. So oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but I'm not I'm not one of those people like Skip that says, "Oh, the the Spurs were shot through their heart." So no, no, no. They the Heat played a great game afterwards. Oh yeah, the Heat played very well. It was awkward. Even they they had Wade, Bosh, and LeBron. It was it was an awkward pairing because Dwayne Wade was kind of plays like a shorter LeBron. So you kind of had them kind of – they didn't really mesh that well. I think Chris Bosh fit fit pretty well. But Wade and LeBron, to me, did not fit like a puzzle piece. Yeah, because yeah. originally, if you don't rem- if you remember, it wasn't supposed to be LeBron, D-Wade, and Chris Bosh. It was supposed to be LeBron, D-Wade, and Melo going to Miami, if you recall. But then no, – but that fell apart, and so it was – because um, – That would have been worse. That yeah, was because- not – that would not have worked. Because Melo wa- stayed with the Nuggets because he wanted his money. That's why. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're just too similar. Wade, Melo, LeBron, they're too similar. Melo is a, the best shooting of those three, at least back then. But um, that they're too redundant. Like LeBron and Wade, they're not, they don't fit well together, in my yeah. opinion. They never fit well together. Yeah. They did win back-to-back titles. Like, um, yeah. yeah. They beat the Thunder, which... um, A yeah, young that- Thunder th- team. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and James Harden, if you don't recall, he choked so badly in that entire series. Yeah. Like, that was embarrassing, actually. He's had problems in the playoffs. I don't know about recently, but how did he do this playoff? Um, I I don't okay. recall watch. Okay. I didn't watch much of it, but from what I heard, like he didn't play that well. Yeah, James Harden has struggled in the playoffs. He's had some great highlights, great seasons, but in the playoffs, it's it's not been what you would hope. Yeah, like so so like. And like when you said like um 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 Jordan had the best situation, yeah he had a great team around him. He had Pippen, Rodman, Tony Kukoc, Luke Longley, um and Steve Kerr, um um Paxton. But here's the th- like in my view, the NBA was much tougher back then than it was t- in in today in LeBron's era. In my view, like 
like yes, he had yes, LeBron has the Warriors, but that's only one team though. Only one team. Look, Jordan had the entire league to deal with. Like it it was pretty difficult. Like, like I said, he had the Showtime Lakers, Larry Bird Celtics, the Bad Boy Pistons, Shaq, um, and Penny Hardaway. He had the Supersonics. He had he had Patrick Ewing in the Knicks. I forgot, I forgot to add them. Um, and yeah, he he also had like the Houston Rockets. So like in my view, Jordan had to get through tougher opponents than LeBron has to, in my view. Yeah, but you know, Cleveland had to get try to get through the Warriors. The Warriors were a crazy team. Um they they did their best, but yeah, I think overall the league was much more tougher back then. The Warriors are a crazy team though that LeBron had to get through. Yeah, like to me, the Warriors are the best team since those nineties Bulls. They are the best team mm. and I don't think it's even debatable. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. As much as I love um I'm Kobe and Shaq's Lakers, they're they weren't as good as these Warriors, as these Warriors. Mm. Yeah, that's a tough one. The game was so much different. I don't even know how they would do Shaq nowadays. Um, that's a tough one. I would, I would probably say, for the game, the way the game is played now, the Warriors would be better than the Lakers. The Lakers would not be able to run up and down. Yeah. Now, maybe in this era, yeah, in this in this era, I the Warriors are without question better. Now, mm-hmm. back in those that now back in the Lakers era, that that could be a conversation. But you could you could lean anywhere you want to. No, mm-hmm. so, I wouldn't argue with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Because yeah. if you if you if you officiated the game like they did back in the '90s, then the Warriors would have no chance, as well. You know. <laughs> yeah, it was like, physical. Like um, here's something. The main if I could see those '90s Bulls versus these Warriors, I would want them to be in those and play in the '90s for this reason only. And I think you already know where I'm going with this. I want to see Draymond and I want to see Dennis Rodman. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. Yep, I, that would be amazing to watch. Yeah, not just because their play, but because of how Robin would get in get in Draymond's head. That that would be my favorite part. Like, oh yeah, because you already know what's going to happen. Flagrants everywhere. Like, and when these guys get flagrants, I don't want you to throw them out. I want you to keep mm-hmm. them back in there. Let them go at each other like WWE. I want you to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yep. that. Like that. That just would have been hilarious to see. Like. Even Rodman, when he went um, a few years ago, when he was on first take, he said that um, Draymond would be eating. Well, he didn't call him Draymond. He said that green guy, that mm-hmm. green guy, would be eating out of his hand. So yeah, I would take Rodman in in the battle, but uh, it would be they're very similar players in a way. Yeah, but um, Dennis Rodman is a top five defender in, in NBA history in my from what I, from in my view. Oh yeah, oh for yeah. sure. But Draymond's pretty good too, right? Yeah, but he's nowhere near as good as Dennis Rodman. Yeah, I would say Rodman's better for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like um, if you saw um in in the ninety five ninety six season when the Bulls ver- um faced the Magic when the year they the, the year they went seventy two and ten, mm-hmm. if you saw the defense um Rodman did on Shaq, it was it was um phenomenal actually. Mm-hmm. That was the year they swept the Magic. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The only team that uh the only player. That has um absolutely destroyed Dennis Rodman was Hakeem Olajuwon. That's it. No other player has because that was when that was when Rodman was on the Spurs. Yep, yep. Yeah. Those were good times, man. Good games. I like the games when they were lower scoring like that. Nowadays, you can score one fifty in a heartbeat, and it's it's good. It's entertaining, but I liked it back then. It felt more strategic. Yeah, I miss like um I I like the idea of like um where it's a more physical defensive game 
That's mm-hmm. that's what I like. Like I'm actually be able, like like yet like quoting Stephen A. Smith, you can get a foul today for just passing gas. Like it, <laughs> it's gotten ridiculous. It's yep, ridiculous. I agree. <laughs> Stephen A. is a fool. Yeah, I, I I I disagree with a lot of his views, but he actually is a funny guy, though. Oh, he's entertaining, man. There's there's a reason why he got that contract. Yeah, I mean it's but, it's better to be it's better to be entertaining than anything else. <laughs> if yeah. you if you're in media, you know, if you're in you know mainstream media. Yeah, apparently he, he I think he just is playing a character. That's not how he actually is because I've seen clips from his actual podcast that he does. Like he he does talk politics on his own podcast, and it's actually he's he I, from what I've seen, he's just playing a character. But but mm-hmm. still though, like um he. It's still awkward, though. It's pretty awkward. Oh, yeah. It is awkward. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's like some of them, as a Cowboy fan, I have to look at it like I have to deal with Stephen A. Smith. I'm, I'm destroying them all the time. But at the same time, <laughs> I can always I can always watch Stephen A. Smith. I'm breaking down about the Knicks. That, that is oh, one yes. of the fun. Like, uh, I actually don't have anything against the Knicks or any or anything like that. I just make fun mm-hmm. of them because just to make fun of Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, yeah. But the Eagles are they could go to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Is he is Stephen A. Smith the Eagle fan, right? He's a Steelers fan. Oh, he's is Steelers? Wait, I thought Eagles he, were his guys. No, Steelers and Giants. Oh okay. well, Steelers Steelers oh, Giants, number one. Right, Giants. Okay. Yeah. But like um he when you're talking about Philadelphia, he the re, he worked for the Philadelphia Inquirer back in the nineties. Yeah. That's yep. why. Yeah. And he's he's a New York guy, so yeah course yeah yeah so yeah but yeah i just like making fun of the knicks all the time not because i have anything against them i actually don't even have a problem with with the team it's just Stephen a smith i just like making fun of him just to get back Mm -hmm. at him for making fun of my cowboys yeah you got to man he's Stephen a smith man he goes hard on the cowboys (laughs) he goes he goes hard on them yeah like but but yeah i uh if you if you watch all the compilation compilations of of Stephen A. Smith and the New York Knicks, it's some of the funniest stuff you will ever see. Yeah, 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 yeah. And oh, yeah, off to a little different topic. Topic. Mm. Did you see the scene Carlos posted today? No, the Transformers. Oh yeah, it's awesome. It's my favorite scene. Oh wow! Did he just post a new one today? Yeah, he posted it about a couple an hour, wow. a couple no. hours. Ago. I, well, I was just live. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to see it. It was awesome, man. Like, <laughs> oh my god, and like, and like, um, and like I told you right beforehand, um, right before we went, we went live that um, that I'm doing my own little thing too. Yeah. yeah so what? Do you, wait. So this is a breaking news, breaking announcement. <laughs> um, are you ready to do it now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I told Carlos it plenty of times. Me and him talk about it a lot. Okay. I go to him for advice on on what to do. So yeah. Because um, okay. ori- originally, what I was going to do, it was, it was it was just going to be like um like an like a like a little transcript thing, like just post online for everyone to read. Mm-hmm. But apparently, um, I, but what I did decide to do was I decided to modify it into like an audio thing, like you know, back during the old days, the radio days, where like before we had TV, they just they played stories, but it was just like um just audio and audio only. Oh, so you you're thinking about doing like one of those? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a big radio guy. Yeah, but uh, it's not. It's transform. It's not Transformers. It's something else. Uh, a, 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 it's practically fan fiction of of one of my all time favorite shows. Well, a, a, something I like. Something that I'm not sure you've heard before. Like, have you ever heard of the you the show the Avatar: The Last Airbender? Uh, I've heard of it. Anime. Yeah, it's it's um 
it was a Nickelodeon show, but it was done as in an, an anime way. Like, mm-hmm. like it's one of the all time greatest shows of all time. Like in my opinion, like mm-hmm. I actually think you should probably show your kids it because I think they would love it. Like I saw it when I was a little kid, and it's I love it. Like, yeah, so so what I'm doing is and like here's the thing: there was a sequel series to it called The Legend of Korra. Like, and it mm. was I really enjoyed it a lot. Bas- and basically what it and basically what it is is like um basically what the idea of it is is a, there's a thing called the avatar what it is is like um the avatar controls all the elements and basically trying to like pr- bring balance to the world that's the entire um point the entire point of it and the and the legend of core thing was the exact same way so what i just and i actually really liked the show it wasn't nearly as good as avatar the last airbender but i still really enjoyed it and like this the show ended like God, was it almost 10? It was 2014, 2015, I believe, when it ended. So, like, not so, like, almost 10 years ago. So, what I wanted, what I, I've been working on this for like a past year or two or something like that. And I just, I've only told Carlos it. So, but I'm telling you, you guys it now. So, you guys know what it is. And basically, what I'm doing is like, I just want to continue the story of where the show left off. Cause, like, there were a lot of like, um, um, hanging threads that were, that were hanging there. A lot of it's more st- potential. That sounds really good, man. That's so you're gonna. Are you gonna write it? I've already got. I've I've gotten the like. What I'm doing is I'm do, I'm doing like I'm doing it in terms of like episodes. Like that's what I'm mm-hmm. doing. Like the show was episodes. So what I'm doing is like I'm protect the the seasons were called books. That's just what they call them in the shows. So what I'm doing three books actually, and and like I forget there's episodes in each book too. So yeah, and. I got the first script done. I actually finished it last night, to be honest, because like I wanted to to get to get it done right before um, I came on here because I wanted to talk to you about it. Wow! So how much of it have you finished already? Well, I, I got only the first script done because like there's a big... I believe I believe there's 13 episodes I in in this first thing I'm writing. Um, I believe. Let me check the official amount. I forgot. I think it's 13. So dope. So you're uh... gonna read it out. Well, I'm gonna get um um people to like um um to, like um voice actors come on and voice the characters, so like oh. the base basically like you know like like when I said like the old radio stuff, that's what I want to do. Oh yeah 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 yep. Uh, let me pull it up. There's I be- want to see if I can pull this up. Uh, where is it? Okay, I'm trying to see. There's. Come on, open. Uh, uh, that's working too slow, so I'm gonna check on my phone then, because I still have them on my phone. Let me check that real quick. All right. mm-hmm. But yeah, I the reason that re- Carlos was actually the one who inspired me to do it actually, because like I've known about Carlos in this project for years now, years, and that and I've been and he was actually the one that inspired me to do it. Let me pull this really? up right here. Yeah, he he did. Oh, is it delayed? Uh, let's see. Yeah. It's it's delayed. Yeah, it's delayed. Give me one second. Mm-hmm. Ray's going to reset his uh, imagery there, his video. But in, being inspired is a big – man, when I heard him say that Carlos inspired him, man, that's a big deal. Yeah. We, yeah. we should be out here inspiring each other. Yep. I got uh, you. It was delayed, man. It was. I, I just now noticed that. Sorry about that. Oh, it's fine. Okay, let me pull it up. I think it is 13 episodes, though. So basically, like, you know how, like, when you and Carlos were talking the other day about how he wrote three stories out, uh, uh, three story arc? Yep. I did 
I did the same thing too, except um, it's within like se- um, seasons too. That's how I'm writing it. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. dope, man. That's not easy writing oh. out storylines. That that's hard. Uh like literally, literally, um, like the first one, the first one, in my opinion, was actually, um, it was actually probably the easiest to do. Like. As much as I love the first one, I really like it. The second one was actually a little easier because I knew what I wanted to do. And the third one, that one was the hardest one to write, in my opinion. Mm. It was hard to. The reason is because, like, like, because like I knew where I knew where I wanted to go because I I knew the basic idea, but it was just hard to figure out a storyline to like bring it all together, in my view. Like, yeah, because really, what it is is like, um, if you watch the Legend of Korra, and I suggest you probably watch it, but before you watch it, watch. Avatar: The Last Airbender first because it's amazing, but what? But if you watch all the seasons, each season was very different from the other. Like it was a different storyline, pretty much. Ah, oh. yeah. So basically, what I want to do was I wanted to do take it a little more Avatar: Last Airbender route, where it's like one storyline, and like because that's what that's what the original what Avatar: Last Airbender was, and I'm just taking that, putting this right here. Yeah. Yes, it's it's 13 episodes. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's there yeah, it's 13 episodes. What yeah. what I like about this is I don't I don't know of any of anybody else who's doing this. Have you seen anybody else doing this? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, that's unique. So that's good. You got something here that's unique. Yeah, um I want to see I don't know if I can play the video because it'll lag, but um I want to see mm-hmm. if I have like that um the image up, the the little mm-hmm. teaser thing I I pulled I created. Mm-hmm. Where is that? I'm see if it's right here. Uh, where is it? Well, maybe I could try. Maybe I can try this. Like, um, you, like maybe I could like try to play the screen, the entire screen thing. Maybe that'll work. Like, and mm-hmm. play because like I made a little teaser. You still there? Oh wait, I I lost you. Uh, audio. You're on mute now, at least through Streamyard. Can you hear me? Yep. All right. What I did was I took clips from the show and I put it together and then I put music over it like Avatar the Last Airbender mm-hmm. over it. So you made a little mix? Yeah. I'm going to see if I can, I'm going to try to play it. So yeah. yeah. Like like obviously um I think you should probably mute it because like I'm going to play the entire screen up so so I yeah. Okay. Let me pull this up right here.
Well, yeah. Can you hear me still? Yep. Yeah. Is it lagging? You got me? Uh, you're, oh, you're, you're on mute, man. No, I'm off now. It's just lagging. Yeah. Can you hear me? I got you. Oh. Yep. It's lagging. Yeah. Ray's just going to reset it there. Like that, man. The passion behind it. I used to do mixes like that, too. I like that. It was dope. Yeah, can, can you hear me? It was. Yep. I got you. Got me. Yeah, I got you, man. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, that's dope. I like that you did a uh, little trailer there. So you're your first. Is that your first episode or first season? That's the book of five. You said. Yeah. Book five. Yeah. Book five. Basically, I from that that last that first scene was actually the final shot of the show. So I it's. From I think you can take a guess what that um I think you can take some guesses what that actually means um and the, they actually had comic books that take place right after the show and mm. it's clearly obvious what that meant but I'm actually not going that route I'm going a different route with that mm -hmm. yeah that's that that's that scene where they were looking at each other that that's not what you think it is what I'm doing with it I'm doing something different with it ah uh, so you're gonna you're writing your own are you rewriting what they did are you basing it on the original or are you making your own Take well. I'm take. I'm. I'm not changing anything from the happen in the show. I'm just. Mm -hmm. I'm just. Um, continuing the story. I'm not doing what they were doing in the comics, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just taking. I'm just. I might take some elements, but I'm not taking the story. I'm doing something different to continue mm -hmm. it. Yeah, but yeah. I'm doing. I'm doing something pretty fun right here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But ba basically, I've been working on this for a few years, actually. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I can't write like y'all. The the writing is very difficult. Doing the story, I haven't. You, it's you know anything you do, you practice at it, you get better. But yeah, I'm yeah. not a good storyteller, writer like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, I'm actually going with. I'm actually talking with Car I'm Carlos because like I'm talking with him a lot of things because he's been he's been like a consultant on it for me, like giving mm -hmm. me some some notes and stuff like that because he mm -hmm. he's obviously doing it a lot, so giving me some advice on it. Yeah, he's perfect person to go through project management skills um he's been doing the same type of work so looking forward to it man that's gonna be a great project what what do you think you're gonna try to finish all 13 first or how do you think you're gonna do it oh well um well what i'm here's what i plan to do i plan to for, at this moment i don't know if i how, how long it'll take but first i'm actually going to get all all this the scripts written out i got the first script done like i said the first episode i got mm -hmm. it done just last night Mm -hmm. When I get those done, I don't know how long it'll take, but I'm, I actually might focus on, I might, might, from, from right now, just um, start like working on it on that first, like all the audio stuff on it is what I might do first. That but, makes sense. But I have the storyline for the second one written out, and the, I have, for the most part, the storyline for the third one written out. Like, there's still some missing parts of the third one because, it's like I said, it's the hardest one to come up with. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. good. Looking forward to that. Yeah, like it was that. Like, it's gonna get interesting. It's gonna get pretty fun. Like um, what I because like the show like um it had like like be with it being on Nickelodeon. It had a lot of dark elements and it did have a lot of hum had hum humor. Like if, in fact, it actually needed that humor because if there was no humor, you wouldn't believe how dark it was. Because like for a Nickelodeon show, you would not believe how like they literally showed people actually getting killed on that on that show on the show. Actually really? showed it. Wow. Yeah. But me, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the spirit of the show, but actually make it even darker. Like, because I, I think mm -hmm. I think there's more potential with it. And I plus, like that. Yeah. 
And plus, since it's been like eight, nine years since it since it ended, the people who watched it, like myself, are actually older. So, yeah, make it um, more mature, like like you know, for more your you know people who used to watch it now are older, and yeah, that makes more sense, I think. Like the show Young Justice. I'm not sure if you know what that show is, but it's one of the no. greatest DC shows of all time. Like, because originally it started out as being for kids, like mm-hmm. um, and then it got canceled. It was a great show, and it got canceled. Because they didn't want to make, because um, they couldn't sell toys with it really. But mm. then years later, like um, they they brought it back, but it was much more mature because the people who watched it were kids, and now they were older. So, yeah. Oh, uh, I see. Is this something play off of the Justice League or something like that? Yeah, Young Justice. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, a few of them were in the D's, were were in the Justice League, but they created, they formed their own little thing. That's what the Young Justice were. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like. Uh, it's pretty. From what I have gone, it's actually I love the the story that I've written out. I really loved it. Love it. Yeah. Like, Good, man. I think the second one, in my opinion, is actually my favorite one. It's actually even better than the first one. And the third one, in my opinion, I like I'm, I really like it. But in my opinion, it seems like it's going to be like the the least best of all, of the three of them because like um like like I said, it was it was much harder coming up with the story for it. Oh, so you you're are you, you kind of having to lay out your whole universe on it? Like, like, what do you mean specifically? Well, like, do you? So, are you making your own characters, or is the universe no, the exact I'm, same? It's the exact same. Like, okay. I'm taking I'm taking all the characters from it. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's just a continuation of the show. But I, I will I will be interesting in introducing new characters into the into it though. Oh, you will be okay. So then, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you have to plan it out, kind of like Eric July planned out. I mean, you're basing it off of their show, but you've got other things coming in. It gets complicated quickly. Yeah, like like um, ori- like originally when I was first writing this, I was writing it as like three individual like movie like things, like because mm-hmm. originally, but but they morphed into just the first season. That's how I came to that. Because like when I first started out, I had like small smaller stories, but then I realized like um. Ah, these when because I looked at the story I was doing for them. It this looks this literally is just the same story. That's what I, the co- conclusion I came to. So I, I decided to just merge it into one thing. So and then when I saw what else could happen, I in case I wanted to do more, I created a, a bigger story line with it. So mm-hmm. that where, that comes in with the second one and the third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's it's pretty interesting stuff, man. Like um, you you're gonna love it. Like. I would suggest you try to watch Avatar The Last Airbender first because it's pretty amazing, man. One of the greatest animated shows of all time. Wow. Yeah, I'm, it's right up my alley. I like animes and good storytelling, so I'll check it out. If you have Netflix, it's on Netflix. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, I do have Netflix. Yeah, but watch that. Watch Avatar The Last Airbender first, then watch Legend of Korra because like, Legend of Korra okay. takes place 70 years later. Mm. Right, yeah. Yeah, but my story, the storyline, like um, like I like when I first created it, I wanted to do something like small, but then I said like I merged it into one story, story, and then just created different things afterwards to do it to do afterwards. Yeah, I think that's smart. Yeah, yeah. So, ba- ba- but basically, I'm I'm going to have voice actors for the characters, all of that, but I'm also going to have to get someone who has a good voice to be pretty much the narrator. Cause like you have to, cause mm. like I said, I'm going to be doing it like, I'm like those old radio shows that you watched back in the day. So that you listened to back in the day, I should say. So I'm going to need to find someone that can do that pretty well. Yeah. So someone to be the main narrator for the story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah, and I and like um like I said, after everything, uh, when I when I'm done writing everything, I'm sending it to Carlos just to just to get his notes on it because like um he, like I said, he's he knows a lot more about this than I do, so so he can like um give me all the ideas I need to like um where I can like improve things or like change things. Oh, good. Yes, yes. Um, and it, the good thing is, it, it's going to be storytelling, so you don't have to do the animation part, right? It's just going to no. be voice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that helps yeah. a lot because yeah. the animation part causes a whole other um, issue. And I think just doing voice l opens you up to like some good podcasting stuff. And I think a lot of people would be interested in that. Yeah, part of the reason I actually changed it to like um, being from like uh, like um, a fan fiction um, reading thing to like mm -hmm. an audio thing was because like um, I'm not sure you know the show Futurama, correct? Yes, mm -hmm. one of the one of the I love that show. Basically, um, the show ended, and then like years, a few years later, um, the creators of it they did like an audio podcast version of it to just bring it back for like a one little thing, just a one twenty minute mm -hmm. episode thing, pretending acting like it's just an episode. It, it just wasn't animated. They just got all the original cast together and just basically do like a podcast version of it, mm. and that's how I I got the idea from it. Oh yeah, I think that's a great idea, and nobody else is doing it. Nobody yeah. else really doing anything like that. Yeah, and plus I have no idea how to animate or draw or anything like that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. I literally would have no idea how to do anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but, but yeah, like um, when I when I get like some of the stuff done, I'll send it your way just so you can take take a take a look at it. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like um, yeah, you should go check Carlos's thing out um later today as well. Like um. He said he told me he has one final scene left to do. One final one after this. One, that's it? Yep. After oh wow. This, yep. I'm just I'm not gonna tell you anything yet because I don't want you to want to spoil it for you, but it's amazing, man. It truly is amazing. I can't well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And plus, um, you know, the controversy that's going on with it with that um voice actor. Yeah. I, I'm actually I'm actually getting him on my show. Might be getting him on my show, actually. Okay. Because I want to actually ask him, ask him, ask him about that stuff too. So yeah, possibly, probably on Monday is when he might come on it on my show. Oh, that'd be good. So you can hook up with him and see if he can do some of the voice. He's his. I was listening to that interview with Carlos. His talent is oh. through the roof, man. He sounds literally just like Optimus Prime. Literally, yeah. yeah. Like I told Carlos that, and I was like, "Wow, man! Mm -hmm. I don't know where you found him at, but he's he <laughs> does a great job." Yeah, his voice is amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched all the episodes that Carlos has done, like all the uh, Transformers episodes? Uh, I think the I've seen them all. I, I, I haven't seen them, the one today, but I think I've seen the other ones, yeah. Yeah, what do you think of them? Oh, it's, it's excellent. I want it to be a cartoon. I want it to be on every week. <laughs> 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 uh, but no, he's doing He's basically putting them all together in the hour and a half, I believe. So I think it's going to be excellent. A lot of people, a lot of interest. Some of those have millions of views on them. Yeah. And Carlos told me that um, he also will have an end credit scene, but he's not releasing it with this scene. He's releasing it with the full-on premiere when he has all the, all the parts together. Like it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, 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 to, I told him, I think you should do like, um, have, have like a premiere, like um, play Transformers Predacons Rising first and then play this one because it's literally just a continuation of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, so I can't wait, man, for that. I can't wait. Oh yeah, it's gonna be exciting, man. We're gonna probably do a a live 
you know, kind of party. I think I would try to do some type of live to celebrate it. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be good. Yeah. Well, I'll come on then. Too. Yeah, so, for yeah. sure, man. For yeah. sure. Yeah, it's really fun stuff there. So, yeah. <laughs> But mm-hmm. but 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 yeah, like um, you know, we want to get back to basketball because I had a few other things I wanted oh, yeah. to ask you about. Um, oh yeah, yeah. What was the what were some of the other reasons besides you think that LeBron is better than Jordan besides besides the team around him? Um, I think go, looking at uh, LeBron, he had more kind of pressure on him to me coming out. Of, he came out of high school, and he he went to like one of the worst teams in the league. Of course, and uh, ever the weight of the weight of the world was on him from day one uh, for LeBron, and for him to he he brought a championship to a city that doesn't see many championships. So I think um, I like I like the power, strength, and then also the ability to the to bring a title to a town that really never had anything as far as sports titles is uh, pretty amazing. Uh, so, I mean, you can you can argue, I mean, everybody's going to argue Jordan was better, but I think you can argue for Kobe being better than Jordan and LeBron, but uh, everyone's going to pick Jordan, of course. Yeah. Well, when you said, like, um, um, LeBron brought a championship to a city that hasn't had a championship and basically doesn't, before that Cavs title, the, the, the city of Cleveland didn't see a championship since um, Jim Brown was playing football. So, yeah. Yeah. But then I could also say with um, Chicago, Jordan, and, Chicago, and the Bulls, last time the, Jordan brought six titles to a city that did not see a championship since the Chicago Cubs did it in 1908. Yeah, and Jordan was six for was he? He was six for six too um, mm-hmm. in the championship yeah. series. Yep. He was six for six. That's that's hard to you can't. It's hard to argue against that. Um, LeBron's played more games, played more minutes. If you want to add that kind of stuff in, scored more points, I believe, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, he's one hundred seventy something. Well, I no, I believe that's an old number. He's, I believe, one hundred fifty something points away from from um, um surpassing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the all-time leading scorer. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So you, when you look at longevity, it depends on if you want to make that argument. I mean, you, you just want to argue who's better. You don't need to put longevity into it. But I would put that into a durability, longevity. Um, LeBron is uh, – if you – if I wanted to start a team right now, I would pick LeBron over Jordan, just me personally, because LeBron can play power forward. He can play point guard. He can play shoot. I mean, he's more versatile. He's bigger than Jordan. Um, you can't go wrong with either one because you 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 try to give LeBron props and then everybody you know acts like you're hating on Jordan, but um, you know well, you can you can argue both. Well, I would go with Jordan because not only is he a much better defender, and that's not even debatable. That's not even yeah. an argument. Jordan is way more clutch than LeBron is, and that's yeah. not even close either. Yep, you could say that too. Yeah, but I just like LeBron. Would, LeBron's like more like Magic though. Like, if you want to compare players, believe it or not, LeBron James is much more like Magic Johnson than than Michael Jordan. Well, Jordan, next to Ali, is the greatest competitor in all of sports. Like I said, yeah. next to Ali. Yeah. Brady's and, up there, too, but yeah. I, I actually have it. I Here's my order. I go Jordan, Brady. Well, okay, I always go, but it's between Brady and Ali for number two, but... At number, but after those two, I would have Tiger Tiger Woods after them. Tiger, man, I love Tiger Woods. Yep, 
I'm a huge Tiger Woods fan. Yeah, but like like I, like I said, the two greatest competitors in sports in history, and it's not even debatable, is Jordan and Ali. Like you could you could you could argue Sugar Ray Robinson, but I would I would give Ali the edge right there. I would agree with that. Yeah, like like if you if someone said like um Sugar Ray was better than Ali, I wouldn't argue with them at all. I just think Ali's better in my opinion. Like mm-hmm. I have those two; those are the two greatest boxers in history in my opinion, and I don't even think that's debatable. Yeah, I think so too, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and then you have someone like um um Floyd Mayweather who says he himself is the greatest of all time, and he has Ali down at number five, and he doesn't even have Sugar Ray Robinson in his top five. Really? He does not have Sugar Ray Robinson. Wow. That is I'm incredibly disrespectful. That. Yeah, I'm surprised by that. Yeah. Yeah, but um when I ever when I look at that, I always go back to when fifty cent just was I'm trolled on Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fifty is hilarious, man. He's probably he, he's the greatest troll and one of the one of the all time greatest trolls of all time. Yeah, yeah, he is hilarious, yeah. man. He, I just what don't did he do I don't understand didn't why he, anyone would challenge him on anything. Didn't he? Didn't he um, ask Floyd Mayweather to read a book or something like that? Wasn't that one of the smacks? He's like, <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> he didn't know if he could read a book. It's kind of like me talking about John Fetterman. Like, can you read a book? Read me a book. <laughs> Fifty is hilarious. Or when he trolled Little Kim, like. <laughs> Or I when, forgot or, the little Kim one. Which one? What did he say that? I forgot the lep- what he the said. The leprechaun. The leprechaun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or my he's favorite a trash one, talker. Or my favorite one, which I'm we showed on your show before, the Madonna one. So he, oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Yeah, acting like a virgin at 67 challenge. <laughs> <laughs> a, a 63 challenge, I believe. My mistake. So yeah, but yeah, uh, 50s one of the the best trash talkers out there. Oh yeah. Like I said, I have no idea why anyone would even challenge him at all. Not even. No, nah, you don't want those problems. There's only <laughs> a few people who could go back and forth. Like some comedians, Andrew Schultz, you wouldn't want to touch. Andrew Schultz is a funny dude. I would, 50 wouldn't want to touch with him or uh, maybe some of these other comedians. Alex Stein? It. No, Alex Stein isn't that type of community, uh, comedian, though. I don't think he could. 50 would destroy Alex Stein, but... <laughs> Alex Stein would do something crazy, so I yeah I wouldn't mess with Alex Stein because he could do anything. Yeah, yeah, it's some of the hilarious, most hilarious stuff you, I've ever seen. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like like you like I uh, and you play a lot of music on your show. Like um, you like you're you're an old school hip hop guy. Yeah, who's your all time favorite? Mm, all time, I I always think about there's a guy named Chino Excelled who I like. I think his skills are unmatched, unparalleled. But um, I'm trying to think of somebody more people would know, Doom. A lot of people are MF Doom fans. I'm a huge MF Doom fan, Doomsday. Uh, Operation Doomsday is one of the greatest hip-hop albums ever made. So I would put him up there. I'm trying to think about people who people would know. Um, what about Tupac and Biggie? Of I like, you know, I'm not the biggest Tupac fan. I obviously got some great joints, but I'm more, I was more like the, mm-hmm. I, I like J.Ru the Damager better than Tupac. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people I would put above Tupac. Biggie was great. His career was short, though. Only had the two albums. Uh, yeah. But but yeah. talent is through the roof, obviously. 
Yeah. Did you see that video on YouTube about Big- when Biggie was um like um rapping at 17 years old in front of a grocery store out in New York? Yep, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy was 17 years old. Uh, just he was just a kid, pretty much, and he was can rap like that. Natural talent, natural talent, great delivery. You know, in hip hop, the delivery means a lot. Like, how do you say it? How does your voice sound? Charisma. He was very charismatic. So you you could have other people try to rap his his lines, and they wouldn't come out the same way. So, but I, I put people like Busta Rhymes way above Biggie to me just because of the longevity, way above Biggie. Skill level, longevity. Uh, Royce the 5'9 is dope. As far as Q groups, Q tip with Tribe Called Quest, I'm a big Q tip. He was all charisma and, you know, creative rhymes. Uh, I, liked, I liked a lot of different people. Yeah. My, me, my, all ta- my, all, my two favorites of all time are Ice Cube and Easy E. Yeah. Oh, NWA. Yeah. Oh yeah. NWA, talk about charisma, Easy E, Ice Cube. Ice Cube had some great songs, man. Dr. Dre, I, I'm a big fan of him. Yeah, Dre with the beats. And Yella. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's old school. Yep, from yeah. NWA, right? Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I straight out Compton and um, F the Police are two of my all time favorite songs of two of two of them at least. Yeah, straight out of Compton, that album is special. It's a special album. Yeah. Yeah, I also and like F the police is played all the time from what I from from what I see. Like, mm-hmm. and and the funny story is like they were actually arrested for playing that for playing that song in Michigan. Oh, were they? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's a classic classic song. I remember being young, growing up, listening to it. First time I listened to that album was blown away by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My father is a white dude, and like he always when when he he was a teenager when it was being when it was, when it came out, and like my grandpa literally told him. Shut that you-know-what off oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that, it makes me wonder nowadays, because I have that same feeling about certain, not not necessarily hip-hop, maybe Lil Nas X. I like, I mean, I actually like a couple of his songs, but um, just, you know, having that feeling like, do you really want your children to watch this mm. type of music? So it's the same thing that happened to us when we were growing up. Yeah. What about a what about um, what about a little new school um um rapper? What about Ludacris? Well, he's not he's old school now. Luda's dope. I, yeah, Luda's I, really talented. I consider him to still be new school because like anything from the two thousands and to now, I consider new school. Okay, yeah, he's yeah Luda Luda's dope. I follow him on TikTok. He just dropped a little while ago. A little, you know, he'll drop some bars on TikTok. He still has it. He talk about delivery. That's a dude that got great yeah. delivery. Yeah, one of my all-time favorite one of my all-time favorite singles was um was DJ Cali, Ludacris, Snoop Dogg, um um All We Do Is Win. I love that song. Mm-hmm. All the yep, yeah. Every now and then, I still I, I just um I just played on my on on my laptop all the time just to just to hear it. Yeah, Luda Luda has that um, ability to give you songs that get you pumped up. You know, he has that that ability. Yeah, I. I let's who else is there? Um. I don't know many new guys. I like Joyner. Do you know Joyner Lucas? I'm a big fan of his. Don't recall off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah he's dope. Um, I like old school Eminem. Oh, yeah. M yeah. still got some skills, but yeah, yeah. Old school Eminem was refreshing. He was different. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, him during his Slim Shady days were the best days, were the, were, were the best part of his career. Yeah, that's him in his prime. Yeah, oh, yeah. For sure. That, He's not. He's not what he used to be anymore. Like um, he's he's been taken over by the woke mob. So, 
Yeah, since Trump, he kind of transformed. But he still has skills, but yeah, it's not the same. And like I say, I think Tom McDonald is today's Eminem, what Eminem used to be. Um, yeah, I would say that, but Tom's more, I think he's more, does he get political? I don't know if I would call him political, but I think he has more social impact in the culture wars, but we didn't have the culture wars when Eminem was around. So it's an interesting comparison to uh, yeah. Tom McDonald and Eminem. I think Tom McDonald is more courageous than Eminem. Tom McDonald is, to my knowledge, independent. Mm-hmm. His girl, I don't know if they're married or not, but his his girl or wife, you know, directs or you know, puts yeah. together the videos. Yeah. I think I think Tom McDonald, if I were to put M- MCs on a hierarchy of like greatness, not just skills, but like their business and how they they moved in the game, that type of stuff, not just their skill level. Tom McDonald would be above Eminem for me. Yeah. Just on yeah. skill level, Eminem obviously would be more, but I'm talking about business acumen. Did you go independent or not? Impact on the culture. Tom McDonald would be above Eminem. Yeah. Um, also, um, when you his girlfriend Nova Rockefeller. That's what I'm and, talking about. Yeah. And that's that's still weird though. No, her lat with the last name she has. Um, Is that makes, her real last name? I believe so. Yeah. Mm. So that just makes me really, really <laughs> curious. <laughs> Uh, I don't blame I, you. I, should, I don't I should, blame. I don't know, but should, um, she's she has skills too. Should put my tinfoil hat on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. does like, she have a solo album? Or I no? Believe she, I believe she does actually. Okay, yeah, I'd like to. I probably go cut, listen to that. She's she has skills too. Let me check that out. See if that. Yeah, she's a rapper. It. She raps and sings or whatever. Yeah, she's good. But uh, right I, now, my number one MC in the game. Well, you can look that up. Well, my number one MC in the game right now is Bryson Gray. Uh, no, it's not Rockefeller. That's I believe that's just her stage name. Um, her yeah, last okay. name is Paholek. Paholek. Okay. Sounds I Polish. Something, something like that, I believe. Mm. Mm-hmm. But still, though, that's it's still weird, though. It, something's off about that, as anyway. Yeah, and that's interesting. She would choose the Rockefeller as the name, but I don't know. Yeah. And plus, you see, and, and plus, Tom goes and talks about all these political stuff in his videos. And plus, with that, and so it makes you pretty curious. So I don't know, but yeah, who knows though? Yeah, I just, yeah. I just it, roll with the, I just roll with what I can, what I can prove and what I can see is that I like what Tom McDonald's yeah. doing. Yeah, I, I like a lot of the stuff Tom does. A lot of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. Is it delayed? I'm not. Maybe you might need to reset. I can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly, man. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Okay, okay, okay. It's not delayed. I I thought so. Then my mistake. Yep. Sorry. Yep. Like I'm I'm gonna need to get a new laptop or something like that because like my laptop's breaking down anyway as it is. Like Shoot. one of the one of the keys is almost coming off, and the bottom strap on, on the laptop it's it's um part most of it's off already. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What type of laptop do you have? Do you have a Mac uh, or a PC? Uh, HP, yeah. Oh, HP, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably shouldn't go with Microsoft. So, yeah. Um, you got to go with what you can afford too. I mean, the the Macs are expensive. Yeah, yeah, but, but they're again, good. The Macs are good. I mean, that's why a lot of people in music use Macs, and they're they're very good. Um, but then then again, um, Bill Gates. Um, then again, Bill Gates. Um, founded Microsoft, so. Yeah. <laughs> probably shouldn't go with microsoft well you, we can't run away from the cabal when it comes to those things like we where are you going to run to it's hard to run away from the cabal yeah 
Yeah, did you hear that story a few days ago about um, Microsoft shutting off people's um, Xboxes without their permission to combat climate change? What? No, I did not. That's yeah. a that's yeah. a headline that could get you some views. <laughs> they they actually did that. They shut down people's Xboxes without permission to to combat climate change. Is this they, confirmed? Yep, it's confirmed. Jeremy from the Quartering even talked about it. Oh wow! Like. <laughs> They literally um, turned people's Xboxes off to combat climate change. Um, so yeah, I have to look at that. So it's pretty weird stuff, man. Yeah, like and like I to- and like I told you on Twitter. For next, mm-hmm. they'll say small businesses cause climate change. So yeah, I know that was a good one. I saw I retweeted that. Yeah, I mean that's basically where they're gonna go. I mean that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Oh, wow. I did not even see this. It's from January 23rd. First, Ted Cruz tweeted this. First, gas stoves, then your coffee. Now they're gunning for your Xbox. Xbox will force gamers to power down to fight climate change, touting the first carbon-aware console. Microsoft announced in recent news that it will force gamers into powering down their Xbox console consoles in order to fight climate change as a part of the company's campaign for building a more sustainable future of gaming. That's wild. They will automatically switch gamers into shutdown mode. Damn. If the, if two gamers use their proposed power saving method for a year, the equivalent is the equivalent to planting one tree. Wow. This stuff is like, you can't, you cannot escape the cabal, man. They are, they are going to force you into this thing. How All does, of us. How does Xboxes cause climate change is what I want to know. Uh, the energy consumption, right? I, I don't know. Electric- not- I, thought, I thought they want us to all be on the electricity anyway. So yeah. it doesn't make any sense. It makes no I don't know. It makes no sense to me as well. I have no idea what's going on. I mean, I have no idea. I, I just did a video. I think I did it a while back where Al Gore's home was using like 22 times the average of a normal family's home or something like that. His mansion on the ocean side. Yeah. So nothing, nothing makes sense. Yeah. What's going to be next then? I'm, I'm so, so curious. <laughs> well, you're going to have to do, they're going to do the carbon credits at some point. Um, I saw a clip where you can go into Amazon and they can hook up your credit card and read your palm, basically, like a fingerprint or a palm print. And that's just that's a good step if you want to go to our social credit score, carbon footprint. So they're going to track everything you purchase and then say, hey, you used this much carbon footprint this month, like even bananas or whatever. Everything you purchase will have a carbon rating. And then they'll look at the end of the month and say, well, yay, Ray, you used 500 points of carbon rating. And then they'll say, hey, somebody else used 1,000 points. The person who used 1,000 points, you're probably going to get cut off from being able to purchase certain things. It, it, it makes no sense. Like, um, and, like, and like they're flying in on, on their private jets to everywhere, but we can't um, um, do what we want to do. We can't even play our Xbox. <laughs> I got to read that article more to see, like, what are they doing? And, and out here in Colorado, they people opted in. You probably heard this one. They opted mm-hmm. into this eco program for, like, heating and cooling with the electric company or the, the uh, utility company. And they, they throttled them. They said, hey, you signed up for this program. 
we control your heat now. <laughs> so you might have a nest or something like that. And they said, no, you can't turn up the heat or you can't turn on the air conditioning. Did you opt into it? No, we're not in that. Don't ever. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So, so, so literally, if it gets some negative um, 30 below and you can't turn your heat up, what are you supposed to do then? I don't know. They, they, they received a lot of backlash from it, so I think they're backing off. It's a slow boil. So it, it might take 20 years before we get to the point where they're just really just bringing down the hammer. But they go very slowly. It's the very slow drip, drip, drip. Before you know it, you're like, damn, I didn't know you could control all of these things in my life. Yeah, people are just, people today, man, they're just so ignorant. They're falling for all this nonsense. Yeah, I mean, people want to live their lives. They don't want to bother with this kind of stuff. You know, that people aren't into it. Most people are ignorant. It's not, you and I were probably part of the, who knows, I'm guessing it's about 5% of people who are really engaged with a lot of these stories. 5% of people of all these political spectrums. So I think I would guess 80% of the country is just, and you can't blame them, just trying to live their life and then have a happy life. They don't care. Yeah, but they're not going to be able to live a happy life when like literally everything in their life is controlled by someone else. Yeah, and how much of it, I don't know if we can stop it, to be honest with you, because t the, the advancement with technology, it's impossible to stop. It is literally impossible to stop the advancement of Neuralink. It's the perfect example. Uh, I didn't talk about it with Tim Pool, but I'm kind of glad it didn't come up because I didn't really want to get into too much of a back and forth, especially um, when the audience didn't know me. But Neuralink is an in it's it's inevitable. It's not going. You can't stop it. We will have chips in our brains. It's just a matter of 10, 20 years, or when is it going to happen? Yeah. Well, well, you already know what I'm going to do the, the, the moment that I'm forced to do that. So <laughs> a, a van by the lake, a, a tent down by the river. <laughs> yeah, that's but, what you will have to do. Yeah, but yeah, speaking of Tim Pool, what was that experience like, man? Like that was awesome. Like, how did that go? Um, I think it was successful for me, but uh, it was great, man. It was great. I I really uh, enjoyed meeting the crew. Uh, he's got a great, the best take, the number one takeaway from Tim Pool that I got is that he has hired good people. Hmm. Uh, every single person that I talked to uh, that was a part of, that was hired by Tim Pool, was they came across as like really down to earth, hardworking, good people. He, yeah. sur he surrounds himself with a certain type of person. They, they don't all have the same beliefs, but they're all open-minded, critical mm -hmm. thinking, hardworking uh, individuals. And he's got, a, he's got an operation, he's a machine. So you go in there, you can see he does this every, you, obviously he does every, but you can see he's like, this is when we do this, this is when we do that, boom, boom, boom. Luke is there right when you need to be there, Ian's there, they, they do it in and out, quickly, efficient, boom, gone. It's, it's, a, it's incredible to watch, it's a machine. Yeah, what's Tim like actually? What's, what's he like? He's exactly the same that you see on air. Uh, he's very meticulous, very, ah. very... Very, very detail-oriented. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the big mistake that I have. I think we, we, we have to get better at that if we want to mm -hmm. keep doing this. He, every thumbnail, every title, he approves from the channel. Yeah. He doesn't do it. He has somebody that edits the videos and all that. 
but um, he is very, very meticulous. He wants the show run a certain way. He wants the certain topics at a certain time. Everything. Even after the show, he was putting oil on the swords. <laughs> like he was like, this, the sword hadn't been oiled in a couple weeks. I got to oil the sword. And he's very <laughs> meticulous oiling the sword. Yeah. Uh, algorithm wise, he's wow. very particular. Yeah, every little, every detail, he is very particular. Hmm. That's very typical of these successful, like mm -hmm. Elon Musk is the same way. Very typical. Yeah. Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast is very, you, do you know Mr. Beast from YouTube? Oh, I know who he is. I'm yeah, very yeah, well aware. Very meticular with his thumbnails. Very meticular with everything. Mm. I'm trying to experiment with all that kind of stuff. Mm. Tim is very meticulous with his analytics. So he's mastered all that. I would pay, I would pay, you know, a lot of money, you know, for me. You know, $1,000 might not be a lot of money for somebody else, but I would, I would pay $1,000 to spend a day with him just to pick his brain. Wow. Yeah. What's his compound like, too? It's Well, it's on Cass Castle. It's the exact same thing you see on Kai. If you watch on uh, Cass Castle, is through TimCast.com. Go over there, watch it. They do a lot of the shows on there and stuff like that. Or go to YouTube, Cass Castle. They have little promos on there. It's exactly it's, – it's great. It's nice. It got – it's big. It looks exactly how it does on the video. Um, very welcoming. It's basically a, a mansion with uh, studios. The, the rooms are just studios. So he's got a different studio for um, what's a pop culture pop. crisis, which I love that show. Guys, different studio. That's the old Tim Cast studio. Then he got the new Tim Cast studio, which is really well done. The bathroom is hidden in the wall. The wall looks like it's a wall, but it's a it's a bathroom <laughs> door and. Um, so people, you know, you, you can go to the bathroom and they just won't put the camera on you. No one will really know. You're just not talking. Uh, it's amazing. It's set out really well. He got a, the, the skate park, the skateboarding park in there. The ramp in there is bigger than I thought it was. Wow. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. What'd you do when you first got, got to, got there actually? Um, they just have you in, uh, it just had me in what they call the green room, just the room. You'll see it even on Cass mm -hmm. Castle with the little, um, they got like a pinball machine, little games in there. Uh, kind of like a bar, sat there, mm -hmm. chatted with them. Um, actually met Mary from Pop mm -hmm. Culture Crisis, talked with her for about 10 minutes. Uh, and then uh, talked with, after the show, I talked with uh, Brett from Pop Culture Crisis. But walked in, then Tim comes down, um, talks with you, say, hey, you know, how's the channel, all that. He he, chuck, he actually chuck, you know, listened to a couple of videos, whatever. He's like, oh, I like this. And um, he's a good guy, down to earth, man. Yeah, yeah. And is Luke? Um, what do you think of Luke now? That you since you met him now, I'm a big fan of Luke. I'm a big supporter. I know you have questions about it, which is yeah, well, which is fair. But hmm? I should I should have told you right before you went on there. Ask him directly if he's controlled opposition, just to no. see his reaction. No, no, no. I'm not going to do that right when I meet him. I mean, Luke is a yeah. living legend. Yeah, even for being as and so is Tim and Ian for being as young as they are living legends and you know i don't know luke so i don't want to rub him the wrong way at all he is you know he kind of stays to himself yeah, so sure. uh, you know i chatted with him yep yep but just a little bit he kind of stays to himself which is no problem with that um but uh he's but when i rolled up in the crib you know to the compound as soon as i got out the car the first person i saw was luke walking down the street, I was like, "Oh shoot, Luke!" And he was probably taking it back because I was, you know, a little bit loud. Because I'm like, "Dang, that's Luke! What's up?" And then he gave me dap uh, right <laughs> then. Uh, good guy. He takes his notes on his notepad. He's, um, you know, it's intimidating for me a little bit being around those type of guys 
Tim Pool is a he could he could be a debate dude if he wanted to. He could debate Destiny and he could debate um, Vosh. He can debate the best of them. Charlie Sam, Kirk. He's Sam Peter. So, Sam, he's you know he's a, he's debated Sam in the past. Go back to his channel and look at that. The reason I bring that up is because those guys have amazing recall. They know the details about a lot. Their knowledge is so wide. It's it's amazing. So maybe it's only an inch deep or you know sixty inches deep because they know a lot about a lot of things, but that is intimidating because uh, I don't have that type of recall. I'm not as well read, but what you can do is bring your perspective. You know, you yeah. pick your spots. Yeah, I was watching it live that episode live, and the I you would not believe my reaction. I was I burst out laughing when you guys talked about like um the hooker the the stripper hooker names. Like I legitimately laughed out loud. Oh yeah, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how that came up. How that come up? Um, Diamond or well, I forgot how it came up. But yeah, people that Hunter was bringing to his house or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Tim is amazing though, man. How he can tell stories, has the knowledge. How does he have time to watch all the TV shows and movies he watches? I have no idea because the research it takes to do the videos and prepare and record all day it takes a lot this is a big thing a lot of people the lifestyle that tim lee leads to me is not glamorous hmm. i mean it's i i would love it if i could make a living doing it but what i mean is it's not a glamorous lifestyle you go yeah. he's recording basically all day we ended the set i don't know late at night and after chit-chatting he's gone at midnight or something like that he gets up at seven or so, like the next day. You got to read articles. You get your coffee. You record. Then you get the editing, whatever. You maybe get lunch. You record. Then you got the after show. That is not an easy, glamorous life. He's putting in a lot of hours. How does he do it, though? Like, literally, like, does he even have a life of his own? I'm curious. Yeah, I didn't get to hash that out, but no, I, I think the, the, the channel is his life. That is his main life. His passion. I'm sure you know he got free time to. He has a girlfriend. I didn't meet her, but uh, he has a girlfriend. He can, you know, he has time to do some things. But that is his life. So you need somebody special with you if you're going to live this that type of life. Very similar to Tom Brady and um, um, Giselle yeah. breaking up. Like you know, she was with him for so long, but and at the end, Tom Brady. I don't know what really happened, but let's just say hypothetically, you're with somebody. At the end, you're like. I'm still playing football. Like, this is what I love. I'm, I'm not going to be able to do it forever. And they can't roll with you. You just can't be with them. So yeah. you need a special person. You need a special person that will respect and support your passions. Yeah. And Tim's not married, has no kids. That, that frees up time. You can't do what he does. I remember a long time ago, my dad, because we were big. I was a big Tiger Woods. My dad was too. Big Tiger Woods fan. Yeah, I never forget my dad telling me when I was young, Tiger was young, he better catch, um, who was it, Nick? Does Nicholas have the most majors? Whoever has the most majors, I believe it was Nick. I believe so, yeah. Uh, whoever has the most majors, that my dad would tell me all the time, Tiger better catch him before he gets married and has kids. And I didn't <laughs> understand what my dad meant. I was like, Dad, you're going to have kids. Somebody will take care of him. He'll <laughs> still catch him. And my dad was 100% right. <laughs> the car accident, the kids, the problem, the home stuff, and he never caught the majors. And he probably, if if Tiger remained single, not that I'm saying that's what he should have done, but if he had remained 
single with no kids, he probably would have caught him. And again, I'm not saying that's what he should have done, but there is a trade-off there. Tim does not have kids and is not married, so he can grind. Yeah. If, you, if, he, if Tim gets married, has kids, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah, it pretty much is. Well, mm -hmm. probably should have kids. So, um, because like um, when when the when the world goes to shit in the next um decade or two, you're gonna need people to carry on everything. So yeah, he, who knows? He's still a young man. I th I think he might. I think he might. At some point, you want a legacy. Uh, young Nick Fuentes is 24 or whatever, five now. He's got to be 25 now. Uh, he wants kids. He wants to get married. At yeah. some point is what he says, at least. I know there's rumors that he's gay or whatever else. I don't I don't know. I don't care. But I think he honestly does want to. Even if he is gay or whatever, I think he does want a kid to pass down his legacy. I do yeah. believe that. Yeah. And with me being 21 tomorrow, like like I, like I told you, you and Carlos, I eventually do want to have kids. Like actually That's a lot of them. <laughs> I would say start with one first. Because well, well, after I got two, after well, I had two, well, well, here's nah. the thing. Well, well, here's the thing, T Tim. If you remember what Tim always said, cons um, conservatives don't um, have kids, liberals don't, and you see where the, where this trend is going. And in order to keep that trend going, we need to have more than than the left does. Yeah, but the the other part is, yeah, you do have to keep the left from indoctrinating them because they know they they aren't having kids, so they know how important and priceless and precious kids are. So they do get them early into mm -hmm. indoctrination. There's a video online right now. Mm -hmm of a four-year-old who's talking about how boys can turn their penises into vaginas. Oh. Oh. It is heartbreaking to see it's child abuse. Oh. But it's an example. It was posted by Billboard Chris. If you want to find that, go find Billboard Chris. And it's, it's heartbreaking, but it's a perfect example of how they want to make sure that they implant their beliefs as, long, as young as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my mom has 10 siblings. That that gives you an idea right there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But it's hard to manage. It's expensive. A lot of time consuming with kids. Uh, it's very difficult. It, it puts strain on a marriage relationship. It can at least. So yeah. it is it is very difficult. Yeah. But like, but like, um, like I said, we need we, in order to carry all this on, like um, to carry like at least um the thought of America, at least what America stands for. We yep. need to have more kids than th than they do. We that's just, uh, we, we just don't have a choice. Yep, you're you're absolutely right. Um, I, yeah, I, I agree. I agree yeah. completely. You have to wait till you're ready. You have to plan it out. But you're absolutely right. Yeah, but if you wait too late, like um, you you can get issues like fertility issues. Like a lot of people are realizing they wait till the thirties and then they realize there are issues going on. Like they may not be able to. Yeah, when for our first, our first, we were wondering. We actually went to a specialist. We had our, we had a first appointment with a specialist. I think it was looking for in vitro potentially. Just to mm -hmm. see it out. We were looking at adopting as well just because we were having trouble uh, conceiving. And yeah. then about a few days after that, we found out she was pregnant. <laughs> that must have been – you must have been a really happy camper right when that happened. Yep, yep. It was very, very good moment. Um, then we had our second. Didn't have as much problems with that. But you're right. Um, I, my, my parents were a little older when they had us. I was a little, I'm 45, so I have a three-year-old and a six-year-old. So I'm a little older than a lot of the other mm -hmm. ones out here. But my wife's a little younger than me, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably about 10 years or so older than me. Yeah. Uh, my wife? Yeah. 
My wife, no, she's older than. Oh no, my wife's gonna turn forty. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. Soon. So so about twenty years older than me. All right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but like 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 I turn twenty one tomorrow. So yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, also, um, what else? What you said? You said Tim left right after the show you did with him. Um, like mm-hmm. immediately. I chatted with him. Yeah, I chatted with him about ten minutes, mm-hmm. ten maybe fifteen minutes, and he was out. Luke was out right away. Luke was gone. Luke dapped up. It was like, man, nice to meet you. Man, he was very nice, easy to talk to. But Luke was out after about five minutes. Luke was gone. Ian, I actually talked with Tim probably a little bit more than Ian even. Ian was out. So Luke was out after five. They do this every day. They got to uh-huh. go. They got to go to their research. They got to go to their bed. They got to go to whatever. Luke was out, and he went straight to watching Tucker in another uh-huh. room. He mm-hmm. and um, Serge told me every day, Luke, after because Tucker is on at the same time they are, he goes to watch Tucker. Tucker's the best man. I don't know who his yeah. producers are. Tucker's got the story, the context. Uh, I, I'll be honest, watching Tucker, it, it kind of it gets me hype. It, it does demoralize me a little bit because I'm, you know, kind of doing similar what Tucker does, but he's just like so orders of magnitude so much better. It's kind of demoralizing. Yeah, you maybe maybe you should have asked him. Hey, can I go watch it with you? Oh, ho, ho, ho. yeah, maybe that. Would no, have been I didn't get that vibe, Lucas. I got uh, the vibe that I, I'm. I could be kind of a loner too. Uh, Not, yeah, I, I don't know it. if he's a loner, but I got that type of vibe. Like he's doing it on his own. I I wasn't gonna go follow him, but uh, I didn't want to force anything. So oh, yeah. Ian yeah. was great. I actually, gave Ian a quick hug. He was yeah. very friendly, just like you would think in real life. And yeah. Tim is man. Tim is uh, yeah. very very. He's almost like an android, to be honest. Yeah. He's yeah. he's very like he'll answer the question the exact question and Yeah. You know. I got to ask you this. Is Ian like is is Ian actually like a hippie in real life? Is he yeah. actually like that? Oh yeah, he's the same. He's there's zero change between Ian camera on camera off. With Tim there's a little bit of change. Like it was lights, camera, action and yeah, he got he had more energy. You could tell. I'm trying to do that with mine too. Uh, you got to be you don't have to you be whatever you want to be, but you got to have a certain type of energy when you're doing the show. So Tim, Tim, when the camera, when it was like, whoa, whoa, he was like, we're a little late, we're a little late, go, boom. And then it was the Tim, his personality wasn't different, but he, he was more energetic. Uh, same with Luke as well. Yeah. So, but Ian was exactly the same. Ian was exactly the same. Yeah. Also, did also did you get to see what kind of software they used to do their show? Because like um, we have all these cameras in here, all these angles. What kind of software did they kind of, did they use actually? I didn't I didn't really see the software. I didn't get I I saw them editing actually, but I didn't ask about the software. Um, they were using Photoshop for the but that's mm-hmm. normal for yeah. the uh, well, thumbnails. Well, I use Canva for my thumbnails, but yeah. they're whack. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because eventually I want to get like where you have all those cameras going from all these different directions where you can switch them automatically, like see different angles. I eventually want to get to that, yeah, that kind of that stage. Yeah, I mean, you got to get some money. I mean, those cameras he's got are expensive. Um, you got to, yeah, you've got to get revenue. You got to get money to be able to put back into your your hobby or your, your gig. So that's the challenge. Uh, he's got revenue. So yeah. he can do it. I mean, I don't want to count his dollars, but uh, he makes a good amount of money per per recording. 
He makes oh, yeah. he makes probably thousands per recording. So he's yeah. almost printing money. But yeah. he's now he's running a business though. See, that's yeah. why when Tim talks about the business, I like it. Some people it rubs them the wrong way, but what he's telling you is, yeah, I'm I'm getting a lot of money, but I'm hiring people. I've got mm -hmm. HR, I've got editors. So it's not all going in his pocket. What he, what Tim's saying is, he could just do what we're doing. Tim could yeah. do what we do and make thousands of dollars and not have to worry about HR. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Well, he's the CEO of a company, so. Yeah. So, and so, that's only, that's because that's his passion. He doesn't have to do that. I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't do that. I don't want to, I don't want to have to hire an HR person. Do you? Yeah. I, yeah. That's just not yeah. what yeah. I want to do. The only thing I would ever do, I want to get, I would get my own Jamie, like Joe Rogan. I, I, I would only like to get like an editor like Jamie to just run the show while I do it, so I don't have to like always change everything every, every in the middle of it. That's the only a thing producers, I would do. Yeah, I know this. That's still expensive. What oh, yeah. I would want is an editor. That's I. I don't even need the producer. I would just. I haven't even looked at Fiverr to see how much it would cost, but I don't. I'm not making enough to do. But if you have. So the benefit that Tim has, though, even though he works his ass off, the benefit he has is he can do the recording and be out. Do the recording, sign off on the thumbnail, the tags, the ads, the title, and then he doesn't have to do the editing. We do the editing. We do the uploading. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. So so overall, how would you ha say your experience was um, in, on TimCast? And, like, not just on the show, but, like, Tim, Tim, Tim being welcoming, like on his property, how would, how would you overall rate it? Uh, it's a 10 out of 10. Oh. I mean, and when you think about it, like it's just for so many reasons. Mm -hmm. it, he had, he had a bra on his channel, just a random dude with, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, 50,000 subscribers is nothing. Uh, uh, just on his, his show to just talk shop. When he could have, he had Matt Gates on the way, the episode before. He had Stephen Crowder on the next week. Exactly, I believe, a week after me, he had Stephen Crowder with a hundred. I think it capped at one hundred seventy thousand simultaneously people streaming live. It's MSNBC, 166. 166. Is that what it maxed at? One hundred sixty-six live, over a million views on that live. Uh, a week before, a week after having me on. He's more powerful than, in in my opinion, than MSNBC, CNN, and all that. And he just had a random dude on. I mean, and gracious at that, shouted it out, you know, helped promote. Man, I don't even know what you could ask for, man. I don't know what more you could ask for than that. How did they? How did he find you? Or was it him who found you? Or, or was it someone else? It, it, well, I think Cassandra McDonald. Do you know Cassandra McDonald? I know who she is. She's their yeah. booker. Yeah, I, I have had quite a few interactions with her. And so I think that, so he said, Cassandra told me about you. So I don't know what they talked about behind the scenes, but um, I think highly of Cassandra, you know, oh, McDonald. Yeah. And uh, I think she's great. I think she's courageous. Um, she's a very good writer. Oh, yeah. I think she's, I think she's the editor for TimCast.com, TimCast News. So I think it's through that relationship, but uh, I mean, I think that's it. I think she's the editor in chief of of, of Tim yeah. Cast, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and and like I'm sorry that I was telling you repeatedly, but I want I want I wanted to see if you could get my email to them so they could reach out to me. So yeah, I sent it. Oh yeah, I did send it. I mean, I don't know what they do with it or what the issue is or you know how that works, but yeah.
Yeah. Yeah. So, so you just gave it to them and, and then, yeah. Yep. Well, to the, I, I forget the name of, I forget their name, but they have somebody working for them. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And also, did you tell them about my channel too? I didn't tell the. I just t- said, check it out. Hey, I've had them on my channel before. I didn't get to go into the details. I would probably describe you as like a, um, uh, well, be, well, before, I, I don't know if that's accurate now, but like kind of Alex Jones, uh, Whitney Webb. These are, you know, they're two of my favorite. They're very good. I put them higher than Joe Rogan. or um, I put Whitney Webb as the top uh, person. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know Whitney Webb? I think so, yeah. I believe so. Oh, she's, a, she's like, she's like um, Alex Jones, but I think just more... Base. She's like Alex Jones, but I just I like her a lot. I don't want to diss Alex Jones. Yeah, so, yeah. So 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 you just yeah. So you told him? Did you tell him my channel was on Rumble and like all that? Yeah, because yeah, it had already been nuked. Yep, yep. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what their cry. They don't tell what the criteria is or whatever, but I uh, can't hurt. Yeah. Hopefully, I would I would hope so. I could because I actually think that would be something really great to do. And then the other thing is though, I didn't ask to be on though. Yeah. So they reached out, and I think what helped is I appreciate anybody. There was there were a few people who were asking to have me on Timcast. It's probably because I talk about Tim a lot <laughs> on the <laughs> on my show. I uh, so I don't know, but I think they were asking for me. I would I didn't even think that it, it would be possible. But after the show, Tim said, "Hey, you can you're welcome back on." I thought I did terrible, but yeah. uh, but they said it was good. Tim said you could come back on. Tim's not a dude that's going to tell you you could come back on the show if he didn't. Uh, yeah. enjoy it i wouldn't so i would ask again to come back on but to me i'm setting a goal if i can get to you know build the channel to a hundred thousand subscribers i don't know if it'll take five years or whatever then i'll ask to get back on <laughs> it's well, very hard to get subscribers man very well maybe hard. maybe you should um wait do it once a year or something like that no i i'm gonna i'm gonna wait until i i'm elevated something's got to be elevated about i'm just doing that for me internally something's i don't know what it is Something's got to be elevated. I think of the hundred thousand subscriber mark, but you really—I think now the only way I—the only way I get subscribers is from shorts, hmm. and I don't really like shorts. So you got to sacrifice something. But I—it's yeah. hard to get subscribers, and then on top of that, subscribers really doesn't matter. Yeah. What does it matter if you have fifty thousand subscribers if your videos get two hundred views? You really only have about a thousand subscribers. So. I'm still setting the mark. I don't know what to set the mark at. Uh, I'm thinking 100,000 subscribers, and then I'll ask back on. Yeah, hope. Yeah, you should, man. I would think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. very hard. I'm not make. I'm not gaining subscribers right now. It's very hard for me, at least. Yeah. Hopefully, they would reach out to me. Like, I don't know if they will mm. or not, but I would hope so. Yeah, I think you got. You want to get into the position where other people are asking to have you on, because yeah. you know, because she puts a thread out and she'll say, "Who do you want to have on Timcast?" And, you know, I put, I didn't put myself, I put a bunch of other people out there, but, um, you know, she just goes through there, through it. Yeah, that would be, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, but there's though. great people that haven't been on. I mean, it's, it's really like, I, not, I know they, something fell through. He's going to have Anomaly on, but Anomaly, I think Anomaly would be great on there. He hasn't had him on. ABL, um, uh-huh. you know, the, yeah, he hasn't had him on. Um, Black Conservative. Uh, perspective hasn't had he would be great he had kim iverson on that's one of my yeah. favorite episodes uh but yeah yeah, yeah. i'm curious if, if sam cedar would ever come on tim's invited him but he said no, no before no they're this 
Nah, it's too much. He's had um, Matt Bind uh, Binder on though, who wrote, worked. Oh, he's a Bender. Sorry, sorry, Bender. Bender who worked with um, Sam Cedar. Uh, yeah. He does shows with Sam Cedar, right? He's one of the guys on that show. Sam would never do it. Sam is just, you know, these are these big. He, they get egos, and and when you go on Tim's show, you you have to be based in truth. Yeah. Or you're in yeah. a struggle. So yeah. there's really no no hiding when you're on the show. The many leftists aren't going to go on there. Yeah, yeah. And Sam Cedar, like, um, if he, if he was wasn't didn't try to make everyone look so bad, I would actually watch him more. But the, I, the reason I don't watch him is because he literally tries to make everyone he everyone look bad that he that he talks to. That so he did yeah. that with Sam. He did that with Stephen Crowder, and yeah. he did it so, when Tim. And Tim did invite him on once before, and Sam Cedar um, lied just to make Tim look bad, if you recall that. Yeah, they, they had a debate, I believe. It was virtual. Tim doesn't yeah. do I don't doesn't really yeah. do virtual much and on his channel, none at all, but virtual interviews much anymore. But imagine this though, Ray. Imagine if you were doing your channel and the number one goal for your channel, which is legit. I mean, you could argue if it's going to be a business, it would have to be, is to generate views, go viral, and make money. Mm -hmm. That's what Sam Cedar is at. He's it, it's boring. You're not. He's not going to make money with like based takes. Mm -hmm. So it's more of agitating. It's more of sniping. It's more of what's going to generate me views. If you were going to do your channel about what's going to generate you the most views. You would completely, even in the realm, staying in the realm of politics, you would completely revamp what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I hear that in the background. Yeah, my yeah. my kids are loud. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fine. It's not a big deal, man. Yeah, mm. but, but yeah, but it, but but yeah, though, someone like um Sam Cedar, like I. I like I said, I'm not a big fan of him. Like like I said, if he Neither was at least me. try, if he at least didn't try to make people look bad, I would watch him more. And same, some something similar with Vosh too. Like, may, I don't watch Vosh that much because like he just gives too many weird takes. Like it doesn't even stuff that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, the the challenge is you have to be, you have to be entertaining. You have to kind of you have to shock people. Like I did a video where I said. Uh, I said something to the effect of, I'm, I'm paraphrasing myself, I can't even direct quote myself. I said something to the, the effect of black Americans are buffoons or something like that, changed my mind. And it is, it is meant on purpose to shock you. I stand by the statement. Uh, I, I defined what I meant by black Americans, but because uh, I, I don't include myself in that, yeah. <laughs> in that definition. But you, you've got to be able to find a way, and I don't even know if that's effective or not, but you've you got to find a way to stand out. That's all Nick Fuentes does. Nick Fuentes is a, is a high school debate nerd, geek, mm -hmm. that's it. A geeky high school debate dude who found out that I've got to throw some spice into this meal for people to rock with me. So I'll use the N-word. I'll... Mm talk about jewish people in this way and make fun of this and that there's no way to break through the noise like no one does that rush did it name name somebody who's big in the in the podcasting youtube sphere megan kelly does it everybody does it you have there's no way to make break through the noise there's too many everybody has a podcast yeah everyone worth watching at least has one yeah everybody has a podcast if you're not on the edge if you haven't crossed the line then you probably aren't trying hard enough, and that's why YouTube YouTube got you. You you've definitely, at least in their eyes, crossed the line. You've got to be up against that line 
um, or I don't know what you're really doing. Well, and speaking of that, like I like I texted you after after I after Black Pegasus came on my show the other day, I'm looking at getting back on YouTube potentially, but changing the name of my channel though. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah, doing. I don't but, know what the rules are on that, but yeah, it can't yeah. hurt. Um, I yeah. I ask YouTube, and they pretty much they these are not high up people. There's people you chat with. I asked them when I got suspended. So my one channel, I've got like nine channels or whatever. My one channel got a strike, and I was like, I I sent the message to them. I was like, this is my other channel. I got a strike on that other channel. Can I record on my other channel? Now, they could renege on it, but they said, yeah, there's no problem. So I was like, mm -hmm. good. But, I mean, they I know they could renege on it, but at least they answered me definitively. They said, yeah, there's no problem. Yeah. Yeah, and Pegasus was giving me some advice of what to do. Like he says, I need to get back on on YouTube and like do more of the kind of stuff that you do. Where don't get into like conspiracy like stuff. Just like talk more about um, just talk more about um base politics, which is basically what you do, and just upload more regular videos instead of doing all lives. Well, here's the thing that I'm learning is that lives are important. You've oh, got yeah. to do lives. Uh, the, here, ideally. I think the structure of the channel, like say if you uh, uh, you do, I know I want you to do you, and you yeah. which, when you do you, you're going to be different than anybody else. But yeah. the structure that I'm looking at now is I want to get a time where I can go live every single day. It's very difficult. I got mm -hmm. I, I mean with watching the kids, it's very hard. I could maybe do like I don't know, but the point my point is, I think if you're doing a channel like in this political sphere. You've got to do a live consistently. Yes. Ideally, every day. Look at Nick Ricada. He basically does a live at 10 p.m. every night, right? Or whatever. Um, Tim. Tim's like, how did I do it? I just went live every day. Tim Cass IRL is live every day, 8 p.m. Eastern. You've got to have a consistent live. Then you can break up. Eric July used to go live every day at noon. You have to do that every day. And then it doesn't matter if your time's midnight or not. Um, and then break up your segments into your clips. So then you don't have to do too many other recordings. You edit your clips, upload them throughout the day. So you're using your three alerts per day. You get three alerts per day. You use them wisely. Mm -hmm. And then go from there. Then you, you pump out shorts. And that's basically the platform if i don't know if you noticed tim has gone live in the mornings now i think pretty consistently breaking it up and that's how you've got to do it in my opinion and yes you do want to go live still as long as you want with the lives and then shorter segments eric july does eight minute segments basically because eight minutes is where you can put ads in them you got to go at least eight eight minutes so he does eight minute segments i'm eight minutes and i'm out Eight minutes, I'm out, and then I have my lives. And that's how you do it. And you can get into conspiracy, but you're going to have to talk in code on YouTube. You can't, you can't say Rockefellers. You can't, mm -hmm. I don't even say Bill Gates. Yeah. Like Tim Pool and them, they, have, they play by different rules. They got direct people they can talk, talk to. I don't say COVID. Still don't say COVID on those lives. I don't say Ukraine. You definitely don't want to say Ukraine, in my opinion, on none of those lives, on any recording stuff. So you have to speak, speak in code. The quartering speaks in code. Go yeah. on, look at quote, like half his channels in code. He covered the Pfizer thing. <laughs> he covered it. And I was impressed. He covered it without saying Pfizer, without saying vaccine, and it was legit.
So that's how you do it. You, I want you, I think you be you, just understand when you have to speak in code. Okay. Yeah. And like um, Pegasus also told me that maybe I should like um, change the settings a little bit. Like, yeah, take down that flag and like put something else up because like maybe they, maybe they could catch me on something like this. Make sure something like that doesn't happen know. again. Um, yeah, I mean, you could set it, change it up. I don't think that, Matt. I don't, th I don't know. Black Pegasus yeah. is a better Black mm -hmm. Pegasus is a marketing guy. He's, he, I'm not a marketer. This social media thing is just a, it's a straight up marketing game. That's what it is. You got to have good content, but it, it behind that is marketing. So I, if you can go live every day, that's the probably the best thing you could do. Forget about clips or anything else. If you can go live every day, that's what I'm struggling with right now. I got to figure out a time to go live every day. I might think I might do noon. Yeah. yeah. I might be well, doing that soon. Well, I'm possibly thinking about changing this up. Like, I, the only thing is I don't know what I would put right here because I would need to get something else because I don't want that to just look blank right there. It would just look bland. Yeah, I know. I, I would want something there. Um, I even did a little something. I got the Officer Tatum hat, and I don't have a lot here. I got the Isom comic book, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. got the yeah. Libertarian well, sticker. Yeah. Well, I don't have, a, like, a camera like you where I could put it, like, right here in front mm. of my desk and everything. Mm -hmm. Well, I would have to get one of those, but... I don't know how I'm going to get that right I now. I wouldn't worry so. about that, man. I, I, to me, just the most important thing is just go. Is there a time you could go? Make, you're more night, right? I used to try to do nights, yeah. but I just can't do it. I might try to. I might try it again. I don't know. Yeah. But if I could go live every night at 10 p.m. Yeah. or I don't know. Possibly, but yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just using a webcam right now. Yeah, your cam looks fine. I wouldn't worry about the cam. You got your mic is tight. Just go live every, or if if you can't do it every day, a set every other day or every Monday or something like that, where people don't need the notifications, they know you're gonna be live yeah. Mondays at whatever or every day or every other day. Yeah, well, like I like I said, I'm still looking at how I'm gonna get back on YouTube. Like, if I like, if, I still don't know for a fact if I will, but I'm looking at looking at potentially doing that. But first, before I do that, I want to get to like episode 100 first, like get that out of the way because okay. I'm yeah. in episode 92 right now. So probably just eight episodes away. Yeah, that's yeah. good, man. That's good. Yeah, you've done yeah. a lot. You've learned a lot. I mean, you've got a lot of skills in this game. It's just it's a matter of trying to fight. You're, we're swimming uphill. There's yeah. no question about it. We, we talk about topics that get demonetized, um, mm -hmm. can get your channel pulled um you know i did the video i did on black americans was demonetized immediately uh which is fine i mean that's what it is but um we're swimming uphill when it's demonetized you automatically get less views there's no ad well th youtube can still put ads on it but they don't show it to as many people yeah but in my opinion there should be you should either every you should either be monetized or not be monetized you can't have certain videos like your your channel is either fully monetized or it's not monetized that's how i think it should be yeah they would probably lean towards just not monetizing our our type of content uh they still haven't let me in on the store i meet the qualifications to have my store on youtube where i can put shirts or whatever mugs or whatever i've contacted them they the what they told me was too many of your videos when you upload them they're demonetized immediately uh, so they said because of that we don't want you to get a store and i'm like that's just weird i know other channels have the same topics i have and 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 even though they're demonetized initially i challenge them 
and they reverse 90% of them get reversed. Uh, uh, so in the end, they are monetized, but at, like after a day or two or even three days. So they're still penalizing me for it default, mon, you know, being demonetized. Like if you put Antifa in your, in my, if I put Antifa in a ch title, demonetized automatically, mm -hmm. and then I, I challenge it, then they say, oh yeah, it was fine. But they, yeah. they're still penalizing me for that. Yeah, so it, I don't know what how um, me I can't just do the exact same. If I do get back on YouTube, I'm not going to be able to do the exact same thing I did. I'm gonna have to try to revamp it, like make it fresh and everything. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That'll keep you with your energy. But I think it's just more about uh, being careful with certain topics. Like I, I say, one world government. I don't even say the we. I don't even say world economic. I do not say world economic forum unless it's an accident. So you know these touchy things, you just I just find other ways to say them. Yeah, like you were speaking on code, like in your video before you you came on here. You were talking. You said Ukraine, but you said sunflower country. Or I call them the sunflower country. They're known for sunflower farming. And then I don't know if the Russia one changing it to Russia or Russia or whatever. I don't maybe know should, if that works or not. Maybe but you should try crackers. something else with that. I don't know. Yeah, what else? I don't. I don't. I'm. I didn't take any time to think about it. But Salty Cracker does. You know, he tries to make fun of people and mispronounces their names and stuff like that. It's not an accident. He does it on purpose. The algorithm doesn't catch him as much. Mm, interesting. Yeah. When wow. when Salty Cracker mispronounces words, it is not an accident. He's doing that on purpose. Yeah. Oh well. So how does so. So Tim does the entire, how does he try to navigate the algorithm then? Like, did he explain that at all? Um, I didn't get too much of it. I, I, I just saw basically him talking to his editor about the titles and all that. Uh, he, he has people he knows at Google, so he can nav navigate it. And one of the tricks is he would put a bunch of ads in the end of his clips. He would put 10 ads back to back at the, in the end of the clips. And wow. I guess that's some type of trick. Some people say it works. Some people say it doesn't. But Tim, I mean, I, I would put Tim's opinion over anybody else's on social media stuff. So that's when you're monetized. You can put ads in your video if they're over eight minutes. And he stacks 10 ads at the end. I think it's 10 at the very end of his videos. I don't know what that does. Maybe it's if somebody starts the video and then they just accidentally, you know, you leave and it's still running. It counts as you watching the ads. And then when they see you've been watching more ads, then they feed the video more. It's like a little trick, I think. Ah, hmm. I'll have to look more into that. Like, like I, I'm, I'll have to, I'll just have to look more into it. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Pretty but there's, a, there's other, they were telling me there's a, they believe like there's a lot of people on YouTube that just tell you about tricks on how to handle the, the algorithm. And he said that they are up to date because the tricks change. He said that they are very, usually very up to date. He has a million followers, so he's in a different place. He doesn't, he doesn't really even tag his videos like everybody else. He just tags them with Timcast. He doesn't need to tag them with anything. Yeah, well, my show, I just call, I, I put it in the title, The Ray Infinity Show. I'd name, I'd, mm. I put that in every one of my titles. Yeah, so what the, the trick that Timcast does, though, is trending. Notice when in, on Timcast IRL, their tr the title doesn't say just Timcast IRL. It will say you want to get a topic that's trending. That's, you want to ride the algorithm like a wave. So like his last live, his last live yesterday, 
The title is, so he has Tim Cass IRL in it, but it's, the title is Tim Cass IRL Tyree Nichols footage sparks mm. protest riot fear. So mm. he's getting keywords. You see that? Yeah. So I do that too. Key, yeah. You want to get keywords in there. Yeah. Me, I, I, do, I do the Joe Rogan thing where I have the type, the name of my podcast. Then after that, I put the number of the episode. Then after that, I put the, the, what the title I want. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So you can I, ride the, ride the algorithm. Yep. Yeah. I figured that out. So yeah. 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 For his tags, yeah. all he does is tag Tim cast. Cause everybody knows him. But his title has all his, his titles are really his tags. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But he can yeah. get away with stuff that he can get monetized on stuff that would be demonetized for me right away. So uh, of how much power that, he has. Uh, well, he has a million. Yeah. He has his own contacts at Google. So you've, you've got. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but like like the reason Tim blew up was because of Occupy Wall Street, and that's just how he gained all this big following. So yeah, yeah, he was well known, and then he started doing the recording. So he was already known to some degree before he started recording. But you've got to give him credit; he's just so knowledgeable that it makes you want to go to him to hear his take. Yeah, so yeah. it's yeah, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, pretty. It's pretty good. Pretty curious. Good. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, and also part another. Of, th no, go oh, ahead. Oh, well, I was going to ask you, like, when you arrived at um, his compound, and after you you met Luke, what else did you guys um, do? Pretty much. Uh, that was it. I went in the went in the back way. Security let me in. Um, we chit chatted before the show. I was I was there two. Was it two hours before the show? I was there two hours before we started recording. Mm. So I was there for a while, chit chatting. Uh, and then um, chatted with Tim, yeah. Luke, about the topics. I didn't know what the topics were going to be until uh, probably a half an hour before the show. Then we started talking about the topics. And um, ah, okay. that was it, yeah. yeah. Yep. So just chilling until uh, close <laughs> to showtime. Yeah. They're, they're studying. So they brought yeah. me yeah, so. in at 6. Oh, go ahead. I think there's a delay again. No, no. Oh, okay. Sorry. Just go on. Just go on. Yep. Yep. So for the for Timcast, I believe they they do their prep at at 6 p.m. I think they're doing prep for their topics, and I was not there when they were prepping initially. But then they came back, came and greeted me, and then I got to know them. Then we started talking about topics, and they were they asked me anything you want to talk about. Um, I did, the only thing I said was that I didn't hear Tim talk about the Martin Luther King Jr. statue, and we did talk about that in the after show. Yeah, I we didn't were talking get a about the to, Twitter files. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch the after show because I don't have a TimCast subscription. But eventually, mm -hmm. I, I'll probably go back and watch that. Yeah, I subscribe to TimCast, and um, I don't always catch the after show, but I catch it when I can. Yeah, I've had I've had a subscription with them multiple times before, but I've canceled them because like I've had other things I needed to do. So yeah, yep, yeah, yep. yeah. Money money comes up, but yeah, it's it's you got to find your wheelhouse, and and the challenge is the challenge is retention. Are you keeping people watching the video? So what's very smart is like um, my dude Frank, uh, the, what's his what's his channel called? The last, you know Frank. Frank, 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 Frank. Yeah, yeah. Frank, the last. Gosh, I'm embarrassed. Last, um, sorry. 
But Frank, he, 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 he is very smart. He keeps his videos at about four minutes. Hmm. It's very, if it, so ideally, uh, you know, I've uploaded a couple shorter videos. What happens is if YouTube sees people don't stay on your video, then they won't give it to more people. Hmm. So it's, the chances to keep people on your video are higher if you do a two-minute video, not even a short. Just do a two-minute, three-minute, max four-minute video. You, I guarantee you, you'll probably see more views because people are watching it longer. So that, that plays a role too. Yeah, pretty. That, I'll take that under advisement. So yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, like if I do get back on YouTube, I need to come up with a new title though. I can't use Ray Studios. So I'll have to find something else. Now, when you come up with your title, I highly recommend making it something that you can just go to YouTube and search. That's why I had to change mine from Stuck in the Middle. Stuck in the Middle is, is just the worst title you can have for a channel. Because when you go to YouTube and search Stuck in the Middle, there's a million, billion other things you're going to see. Yeah. So you, so when you, but now when you go in and search Middle MAGA, there's nobody else. It's me. Yeah. I'm the first thing that pops up. So you got to find something unique enough, easy enough to explain that. Go to YouTube, search these two words or whatever, and you'll find me. Yeah. Hmm. I'll take that under advisement. I will. Yeah. 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 yeah but uh, like pretty, pretty much that's what all that happened there when you were at Tim's place. Oh, yeah. Yep. That was it. That was pretty simple. The, I stayed and talked with Serge, Kellen, Brett from Pop Culture Crisis for a long time after the show. And um, we were just talking about YouTube, political stuff, you know, how, you know, how it is to work for Tim and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so we were talking for a while under, after that. So, yeah, it was good. I was there for, I mean, probably seven hours. Wow. Total. Yeah. 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 Did you do anything else on your trip trip there to Maryland besides go the, go to Tim's place? No, I didn't plan to do anything. I didn't have a car or anything. They picked me up from the airport, but I walked around the little town I was in. Uh, went to a nice little diner. Had some good diner food. Got, had diner breakfast at night. I love having diner breakfast at night. There's yeah. nothing no more fire than like scrambled eggs, bacon, and pancakes at night from a diner. Um, so it's a 24-7 diner that I was at, um, walked around a little bit, very, very kind of rural area, had to walk quite a bit to get to a Walgreens. So, um, but it was, you know, that was what I did, walked around on Sunday. Uh, and then Monday, I just had food relaxed until 6 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, um, you go to those old, you know, you remember those old waffle houses back in the day where like, particularly down in the South, they're pretty much open to like, um, one or two o'clock in the morning. Like, I really like those places. So it kind of so that kind of reminds me of that then, actually. Yep, love those places. They're on a lot of them. A lot of college campuses have those type of diners and places too. Love them. Yeah. So which so I so are you allowed to say which area of Maryland you were in? I would. I I don't know what you're allowed to say or not. His his location has been doxxed, but I would not. I, know. I would not. Yeah. yeah, I would not locate. Yeah. I would not even get into that realm yeah. because I'm worried about the safety. Yeah. of them and the crew, and um, oh, yeah. so I I've never even said anything about the location, but but people already know. I mean, it's, I, I haven't seen it, but they even said on the show like it's already out there. So. Well, yeah. well, you had to sign an NDA, I believe. So, yeah. No, um, I don't. I think that was. It was just more for the skate park, but uh, maybe I missed something. Maybe it was for something. I didn't read all yeah. the fine print on it. Almost sure it was. I'm almost 100 percent sure it was. Yeah. So no, Tim, I don't. 
Tim even said it on his show, actually. Yeah, I know that they definitely have one for the skate thing. It's like if you go on there and break your leg or something like that. But um, I, I have too much respect for them, and, and I would never even come close to diverging, you know, or, or oh, um, oh, yeah, yeah. saying anything about their location. But they, I am excited to hear they got a new location they're building right now. In West Virginia. It, is it? Yeah, yeah, I think it is West Virginia, yeah. So I'm, uh, so I'm curious what they're going to do with the castle then. I don't know. I have not heard. I've not been clear what they're going to do with it. Uh, they could expand. I don't know if they're going to keep it. They have good studio, a great studio there right now. So I don't know if Pulp Culture Crisis could take over the new studio. Then you got a new crew for the other ones. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So did, did Tim even talk to you about um, this new place he's building? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We talked about it a lot. Yeah. We talked about it detailed a lot. Uh. Um, they're they're it's bare bones right now, still framework, but they're getting the internet hooked up. The, the cameras are going to be so much better there. The, the options on switching the cameras and all that's going to be built in. Yeah. It's going to be really good for all that. The studio is going to be fire. The, the new studio is going to be fire. Did he, yeah. did he, did he say, um, is it, how big, is it bigger than, than this, 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 the current one? It's huge. Yeah, it's oh. huge. The new studio is bigger. The, the whole compound is bigger. Um, the compound is huge, uh, so he's it's yeah. being built from scratch. Is oh. wait, is it being built? Yeah, I think it's being built by scratch. I think if I'm yeah. correct. Yeah. And when should they move into it? I, I heard something like nine months. I heard it's going to be a little bit still, but um, its progress is coming. But I, I heard it's going to be months. Hopefully uh. by the end of this year is what I'm. Uh, I heard. Yeah. Tim and them were talking about. Yeah. Seems, from what he describes about it, it seems like a, it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. It's real cool. It's, um, I think they're going to have a lot of fun little things in there that they don't have in, in the current one. Um, so it, it's definitely a cool spot. He's going to try to do shows and stuff like live get-togethers uh, in, the, in the compound area wow. there, too. Yeah. That seems awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and by the way, when you were there, did you at all use the skate park thing there? I didn't use it. I can't skate, so I didn't even mess with it. It it looks intimidating, especially for somebody who can't skateboard. It's it's intimidating. They have a hoop in there too, but I didn't. I just saw it. They showed it to me. Looked around. I did not use it. Yeah, I couldn't. I cannot skate worth a damn. Mm, so yeah. I, I would be. I wouldn't. I would fall on my ass the moment I try it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I've seen it a lot on Cast Castle, but uh, it's it's bigger. It looked bigger to me than it did on the TV. Yeah. Well, I'm, so I'm, I'm curious. So then that's pretty cool. Um, if I ever got there, I might have to go take a look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or, okay. I forgot. I wasn't going to say now, but yeah, but, but, but either way, Tim seems like a pretty cool guy from how you're telling me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very gracious. Yeah. Very, um, comes across as authentic to me, you know, means what he says. He does his homework. Uh, he's an impress. You can tell he's like the CEO. His his style is not to order people around; it's to get people who are self motivated. Uh, and he's yeah. just like the leader, but to get people are self self motivated that you don't have to uh, micromanage. I think if you if you have to be micromanaged to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, he would probably fire you in a heartbeat. That's just my opinion from observing him. Yeah, yeah, 
And like and like I also told you, remember a few months ago that um, if you ever did come here to Iowa, what we should do is like get like one of those giant compounds like Tim has and like do our shows out of it or something like that. Yeah, get a studio. That would be difficult because of the kids and and stuff. But uh, yeah, that's what you would want to do. You'd want to get a studio wherever you get the studio, record out of there. Yeah. Uh, I would say my I, I would say the the path you would want to go is to get record, become monetized get some money and hire editors. So that means you can do a lot of recording yeah. and they will edit it for you. You don't have to waste time with your editing. That's, that takes a lot of time. Even when you do a live and I even just chop it up, it takes a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like I said, like if you ever did come here, I'd show you around where we could find like a giant place to, like, to get like a big compound or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Only problem is it snows heavy here, but that's it. Yeah, I'm used to the snow, but yeah. I'm from <laughs> Cleveland, been in Michigan, Minnesota. Uh, Cleveland's the worst with the snow, lake effect, but in, I'm in Colorado now, it's snowy out here now. Yeah. It's literally been doing nothing but snowing the last couple of days So here. so mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And Iowa weather is um, much more, let's just say it's, Cleveland would be nothing compared to Iowa weather. I'll leave it at that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah all right man i think this was a great yeah. episode right here so, yeah, yeah great man thanks happy birthday we, yeah no doubt yeah thanks for coming on man <clears throat> right. yeah appreciate you having me we're gonna be doing a lot more lives we'll schedule to have you on my channel do we we haven't done a live where we just went through topics in a while yeah and we had we've had some good lives <laughs> but 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 yeah like i said if you ever decide to come here to iowa and i'm still going to keep recruiting you here but um if mm -hmm. you decide if you do decide here, well, I'll I'll try. I'll I'll go. I'll show you around where we can find like one of those big compounds where we can mm -hmm. get a place like Tim's. Yep, yep. That's what you want to do. So you you have your studio and you can record out of it, and you maybe even start a like a an official business to to put it under. Yeah. Yeah. So you can all you right. can write off you know your expenses of whatever equipment, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. All right. All right. And before you yep. go, where can my audience find you at? Yeah, we're just talking about it. Easy search. The, the number one, there's three th places. Go to YouTube and search Middle MAGA. Go to Twitter and search Middle MAGA and just go to the internet and type in middlemaga.com. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and one more thing before we go. Like, um, I remember in one of those community posts you posted where ca and Casual Goats commented on that when you, it was the post when you said you're being on Tim's sh Tim show. I actually had the same feeling, like um, what Casual said. Just please, when you blow up, don't forget about uh, forget about us. Oh, oh yeah, I, I tell you the truth. I didn't see that. Tell you the truth. The mo the moment um you actually told me, I was like, I was happy for you, but at the same time, I was like, I hope, man, I hope you don't forget about me. In the uh, oh yeah. yeah, it's not well. It it I mean, getting on the show is good, but that's not going to necessarily make you anything. I mean, that it it's it's been good, but it's not going to boost you that much. Um, so, but yeah, I appreciate, I'm not going to forget anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just thanks for that. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Oh, and person showed up on, on Twitch. His name's Diggs BTWY. I'm What's W7. Up? Twitch uh, in the building. Yeah. Uh, like Steph, like I'm Trevon Diggs, I believe. So yeah, I think that's, I think he took that name from him. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Can yep. you imagine, can you imagine if for some reason that was actually Trevon Diggs? Can you imagine? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. It, it, it's not, but but just imagine if it was. So yeah. yeah, I'd be like, shout out, man. When I played Madden before you blew up in Minnesota, I he was one of my favorite wide receivers no. in Madden. No. 
No, that's that's Stefan Diggs. Trevon. Oh, Diggs I'm talking about Stefan. Oh, I'm sorry. Trevon. Oh, you're Diggs. talking about the Dallas dude. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. You see, you see, he's wearing the white. Yeah. The white in the in the helmet right there. I'm yeah, not. But, I'm not even. I'm so out of it. My bad. But yeah, but yeah, his brother is great though. Like if you saw. Oh, wait, his brother? Are they brothers? Stefan and Trevon are brothers. Yeah. Really? I never knew that. Wow, that's dope. Yeah, and if you and you didn't watch the Bills and Bengals game, but. The Bills did awful, and Stephon Diggs was even yelling at, at Josh Allen at, during wow. the game. And he actually left even before the team left. Like, he, after the game, he went and cleaned his locker out that. and just left. So, yeah. Yeah, I hate that. But losing yeah. is tough. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, everyone. All right, everyone. Make sure to like this video and subscribe to this channel here on Rumble. Also, follow me on all the other social media platforms because I'm on all of them. Also, follow me on all the other podcast platforms. And also make sure to go subscribe and check out Osiris's channel and his website, Middle Mega. All right, guys, this is Ray and Osiris, and this has been the Ray Infinity Show, episode number 92. Catch you guys later. Peace!